left. Can you hear the music? I can, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. A lot of people can't hear it. It's saying they can't. Oh. All right. All right. Welcome back to another episode of On the Throne with Dick. And uh, shout out to Sanjay Boychuk for that amazing intro outro music. Um, sorry if I seemed a little distracted there, um, uh, when I was, you know, listening to the music, but, uh, it didn't, it didn't work on Instagram. So, uh, it, it showed up here. There's an error. So whatever, you know, it, it is what it is. And, uh, next time, I guess we'll go to Instagram, but we're still live streaming the podcast today on, uh, YouTube and Facebook. So that, that's something. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, and hey, with me this this week uh, on the podcast is special guest uh, Topher Olive. What's going on, buddy? Not much. How are you? Oh, buddy, just getting off work. Uh, you know, I'm four days into her, back from days off. So, you know, just getting back into the swing of things. And yeah, man, it was it was a rough couple of days. You know, my birthday was on Sunday, and uh, I'm 35 now. So, you know. Um, over the last few days, you know, I'm feeling it in my knees. I'm feeling it in my back, you know, and we're... Yeah, you're, you're feeling that 168-hour yeah. shift, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, 68, 168-hour unpaid shift in the dark. Uphill, backwards, both ways, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Oh, we got someone coming in there on Facebook. Mark Phillips says, hey, what's going on? Millsy said, what's cracking, man? So, what up, Mark? Yeah, do you know Mark Phillips? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <Six>. <laughs> nice. Now I do. <laughs> nice. There you go. Now we know Mark. How, how's it going with you, buddy? I've been going good. Yeah, just uh, making a ton of content and kind of yeah, trying to grow my page and you know push different apps like uh, Instagram and probably getting to YouTube a little more. So yeah, just starting to to diverse. I feel like I'm starting to get the hang of the whole social media thing. Yeah. So I never never thought it would end up kind of where it is, which is kind of funny. So. Yeah, we were just yeah. talking about that, actually. I was like, man, well, I've never actually seen, like, you at work before in your content, right? And I was like, wait, because we have a mutual, actually. Um, what's up, Dope and Tape? Uh, we have a mutual, actually. Jesse Demler knows you, right? Slim oh, yep. Yeah, the Mason. Yeah. 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 And that's and, and, and I'm like, man, what does that guy do? And he's like, I'm pretty sure he, like, lifts shit up and puts it down. <laughs> and it's like. Oh, shit, yeah, that's, right? yeah, that's yeah. kind of a, one of the sides about me. A lot of people don't know is I compete in strongman. So like, you know, the strongman competitions, like uh, you've probably seen World's Strongest Man or some of those clips where I'm looking at Atlas, them right now. Yeah. Atlas Stones and Log Press. And uh, yeah, so I'm pursuing my pro card in that. So uh, yeah, that's kind of what my other passion is. And then I uh, used to do masonry, which we were talking about. That's kind of where I got a lot of my uh, blue collar humor, you know, skit ideas and just characters in general. You work with people that are just... Like you can't believe they're real type of thing. Yeah. Um, and then yep. grew up in a, a blue collar family. My dad, you know, was a timber cutter. So I was surrounded by all those types of guys and, and worked in a small family business. So got to, it was a part store. So you got to see a lot of different people every day. That's, and, uh, that's a lot of fun actually, man. Like it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, it's, it's very interesting to grow up in, you know, a, a town with 1,200 people. Um, you definitely kind of been immersed in that lifestyle. Like I was just talking to my girlfriend today about how, like, if you heard of someone was a dentist or a lawyer, it was like, you know, very, very like high up. Like it was like, you couldn't think of someone doing that. And then you kind of get out in the world and you're like, oh, okay. You know, but yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> most, you're used to people. It's like, oh, I dig ditches. You know, you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> well, yeah, we were, when we were talking there, you're like, uh, you know, uh, you, you, you've actually left like work behind to you're, you're one of the grow, um, one of the, I guess, growing number of people that, you know, have found themselves on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, yada, yada, yada. And you, you've actually been able to put your, you know, your career aside to pursue content full time. And that's, that's huge, man. That's, you know, you're, you're, you're your own boss. You're dictating your own hours. You're, you know, you're, you're grinding for yourself essentially. So. Yeah. It's a very interesting realm that I found myself in. Like I never, I started in college kind of as a, really for a class, it was like a theater class and you kind of had to make some sort of play. So I kind of made my own skit and just kind of started from square one, you know, zero followers. And then just over the few years that I've done it, just continually built and built. And it wasn't until TikTok kind of started to compete with YouTube and, and other platforms to get you paid properly. Because before it was like, you get 5 million views and get like 60 bucks. <laughs> so it was like, it used to be horrible. Um, but yeah. now it's pretty competitive, like with YouTube. So it's definitely nice to uh, be, um, you know, rewarded for the content you put out. And uh, yeah, it's nice. You get to, you know, kind of dictate your own hours and um, yeah, it's a lot of freedom that you know, frees up your day. I, uh, I'm Canadian. I don't get paid. So I'm here for free. <laughs> I'm just here having a good time. It's funny how you say that. I had a friend from Canada and, uh, he worked at a fire, like a department in a nuclear, like energy plant. And yeah. he's like, dude, I'm struggling. I make like 160,000 a year. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, 160,000 us is like really good. Um, but up there, like because of the taxes and, and I, I, you know, I'm not from Canada, so you could probably tell me more about that. Yeah, man. Uh, we are, we're pretty, we're pretty highly taxed. Uh, you know, a hundred thousand dollar a year job used to be mint. Right. And now it's like, well, shit, you know, we're, we, we're barely getting by on that now. Right. And, and that's, that's crazy, man. You know what I mean? Um, I think we're approaching like 50% tax or some shit. Like it's, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. And then, that, that's crazy. Yeah. Cause that, that here in America, that's like you're 40 some percent if you're, you know, making million, you know, a million, but to be that at just a normal kind of, you know, middle wage type of person is crazy. That's crazy. Well, we got carbon taxes, right. Uh, that, that, which has gone up twice a year. Or it it wow. seems maybe more, it's about to go up again. It just went up like a couple months ago or a month ago. It's going up again in April, you know? So, you know, we, it's a carbon tax, you know, they just uh, introduced the second tier to the CPP, which is the Canada pension plan, which, you know, um, I work in the oil field, you know, so by uh, April, May, I've paid up my CPP for the year. Right. Cause they, you know, most jobs it's like you, you're in, you're paying in all year long, but I work, so many hours, you know, 168 hour unpaid shift boy, you know? And, um, yeah. So, um, I, I work all them hours and I, I pay up my CPP by April, May. Well, now the second year starts that if you make, uh, make it to 72 grand, you enter the second tier, they're going to start taking it again. <laughs> right. And it's like, Oh, 
Okay, cool. So um, a lot of people be living in tents up here uh, the last couple of years. You know, the city I live in, a uh, couple big tent cities nearby my house. And uh, it feels like their their goal is to have us all living in a tent here soon. So, yeah, the economy. I think everywhere, like, um, kind of the same in America. I mean, like, the if you're making fifty thousand dollars a year, like, you're struggling. You know, like, um, I just don't know how a lot of working class, especially blue collar guys, you know, that I personally know, they're really, really working hard and are very laborious jobs. You know, like yep. general construction type stuff, packing concrete bags all day, and it's like they come home. And they have credit card debt still, and they're still trying to. Um, yeah, it's pretty sad. Like, if you look back, I was talking to my parents about this with the housing market, especially. Like in the '80s, a house was two, maybe two times your income. Like that was the ratio of house price to your income, and now it's seven to eight times. It's so crazy. It's, like, it's you not make fifty. A house is seven hundred. Like where I live yeah. here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which is pretty north Idaho, it's definitely more of a popular area. But like we're talking nineteen hundreds like Sears catalog homes for 750,000. And it's just like, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's yeah. kind of hard to comprehend. Yeah. Uh, we got Mark Phillips says, you know, F Trudeau and Biden. Um, Dope and Tape says, dude, but you guys have Canadian tire money. Tell us all about that and your huge savings. Man, Canadian tire money is, uh, do you know what Canadian tire is for one there? No, I you do don't. Not, no. Canadian tire is like a craftsman freaking walmart it's it's mm. I, I don't know if it's more expensive you can find basically everything at canadian tire you can find at walmart um we we have canadian tire bucks so if you spend like a hundred bucks you're getting probably like two dollars back in canadian tire bucks uh maybe um you know my dad saved up his canadian tire bucks for like 30 years and maybe had 20 bucks you know, and yeah, Canadian yeah. tire dollars. You can't even buy tires with them. What the hell is that? Right? Yeah, what a great, what a great concept. Ashere <laughs> <laughs> uh, Washington is watching from Mentone, Texas. How's it going, Ashere? And Logan Magaha says hi. What's going on? What? Um, yeah. So it's it's pretty nuts, man. You know, um, the taxes and it's I'm 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 blown I'm blown away like. Um, we got, what, what was that? Um, they, there's another tax in there too, though they, they take EI employment insurance, right? So mm -hmm. which should be, it should be optional, you know, uh, but it's not same with CPP. Everyone wants out of that, but, uh, not everyone, I guess, but you know, they're trying in where I live, which is just above you, just North of you. Yeah, that is, uh, it, like you were saying, it's, it's kind of hard to comprehend like with, how much money they take from you <laughs> and uh you know kind of like the saying you know the more you make them the more they take um yeah and I, I think too like it goes hand in hand with um like a lot of my skits with i think people tend to overspend for what they make like they need to make their money work for them and you know especially in the blue collar industry guys tend to try to fit a certain image like well they can't see me pulling up to the job site in a camry i gotta be in a duramax or i gotta be in a I mean, I know so many guys I worked with in masonry that drove, you know, uh, Power Strokes, Duramaxes, Cummins, and they did not need the truck. Like, and they were paying eight to a thousand dollars a payment. That's insane, man. I know, I know that's crazy. <laughs> and, you know, like I show like, up, yeah. I show up on site in a Firefly if I had to. You know what I mean? I don't care. I had a Jeep Patriot. I'll show up in that all day long. I just traded it in. I bought a, I bought a, um, which call it, Mitsubishi Outlander. 
right? Oh, it's yeah, basically yeah. for my wife and kids. I'm in camp. I don't need it. I drive crew trucks around, right? Um, yeah, the Audrey wants to know: Do you guys have any big frack jobs in Canada, like here in West Texas? Absolutely, frack, frack life. What the frack, man? Yeah, of course we do. Um, Amon says we call them imaginary swamper wage. Yep, and Millsy says Cummins only. But uh, man, I, 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 uh, to me, to me, you know, like you said, everyone has to portray this image or tries to portray this image. Me, man, uh, the only image I'm trying to portray is, you know, I'm here grinding it out for my family so my wife can be a stay-at-home mom and and um, take care of our children. Uh, I have two daughters, six and four, and, you know, my wife is taking care of our kids, and that's what I want to portray, you know what I mean? Um, I, I leave them for weeks at a time, right? This has to mean something. You know, totally, being yeah. away, sacrificing, missing so much of my kids' lives, it has to mean something, you know? So I, I don't spend my money on stupid shit, yeah. you know? It's just, yeah, you it's understand the importance it. of it. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you know that every dollar that you earn is, you know, obviously you have to treat yourself every now and then, but like, yeah. um, you know that that has to, it's very vital for your family and that kind of the weight of your family is it's much bigger than societal image like so many people you know it's like oh what do you drive you know it's like the first question it's like you're almost being judged by an external factor that has no bearing on, on you as a person at all you know yep. or um which yeah some a lot of the blue collar guys you know you need a big truck like if you're pulling trailers all the time and you can't be using that half ton to you're going to ruin your truck but uh yeah that's something i see a ton of is just people get really good at managing debt like yeah. Luckily, I grew up with a father that was very, very um, financially smart, like owned the own his own logging business and then went into the parts business. But um, they, he drove his vehicles for 10, 15 years like my mom did, too. I remember she got an 04 Highlander and drove it from 2004 to 2017. And then she yep. got a new four under and, and now they're, you know, they're retired and, and they can kind of indulge in things a little bit. But um, I've kind of approached that with my lifestyle is like, you know, I'm going to respect this vehicle and treat it well. Um, if it starts giving me too much grief, then I'm going to get rid of it, you know, but um, I think so many people just, they're just constantly going through rigs or they see the neighbor has the new truck. Well, I got to get that. It's like, I think yep. that's just a bad, bad road to go down. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my dad, you know, would drive a truck till she died. Uh, my boss, I was, I was bugging him the other day because, you know, um, and I joke around with him all the time. Like if I had your money, I'd burn mine because you know him and his wife. They they'll get a brand, they'll get a brand new vehicle, like a hundred thousand dollar vehicle, and then you know like within, geez, I don't know the next year, the very next year, they're like, well, you know, maybe it's time for a new one. And they'll trade it in and they'll buy something more expensive, right? And right now, that's it's okay because the vehicles are hard to find, especially here right now. And uh, so, you know, they're getting on their trading value, they're getting like a decent, decent amount, right? They're pretty much getting almost the entire thing back if, you know, if not three quarters of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are getting like, especially with the shortage of like heavy duty trucks. I yeah. know people that bought like a 2018 and they're selling them for like almost what they paid for it or more. Yeah. It's crazy. Which is, which is wild. I mean, like the, the, the vehicle market right now. Like I was, I drive, like I drive an 04 Chevy Cat Eye, like a 5.3 Chevy. And actually it was built in Canada. It's a funny thing. Now, um, but yeah, I've been driving that. It's a good truck. Like, could I get a new truck? Probably. But I was looking at new trucks the other day. Like a new Tundra is $60,000. Yeah. 
that's for like a base model, not tricked out, not like yep. anything like the, uh, not the TRD or anything like that. It's like, I just can't justify paying 64,000 for a half ton truck and the new yeah. tundras. And a lot of these are not as reliable as like the previous models. Yeah. Yeah, man. And my, my, my coworker, uh, I guess he's my supervisor now. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, good shit. Um, he, uh, he just, traded in his f i think it was an f-150 for a trimmer so like you know it and it's slick right it's very nice and he's already put in the last week i think he's already put like 5k five five thousand kilometers on it i don't know what that i don't know how many miles that is i don't speak yeah, I'm american not sure. so. yeah I, I don't speak americanese so yeah yeah i think uh, is that double or i'm not sure i don't want to misquote so yeah. uh yeah no no um this Kylie Williams, what's going on? I don't know if you're still in here, but what's going on? Uh, Eamon Maluti says, buy a dramas. You'll never have to change it again. I don't know what that is. Dramas, it's, I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, I don't know. And Byron Miller is leaving. Have a good night, Byron. He's, uh, hey, I Byron. Think he's doing pipeline. He's on the pipeline right now. So I'll be, uh, I'll be back on the pipeline. I should be back on the pipeline here Monday. I've been working on a rig for the last few days. So yeah. Or Tuesday, I'll be back on it. Yeah. So they, they have a pretty decent living situation, like for where you're staying right now, like they gave you kind of a little apartment. It's a camp. So, um, yeah, yeah. most camps are not too bad. You know, you get like your own bathroom and, or a Jack and Jill where you share with your next door neighbor. And, but oh, okay. Jack, Jack and Jill's are kind of, um, they're outlawed now, right? They're not allowed. They're, they're, I guess they're illegal. I guess you could say, um, not saying that you cannot have a Jack and Jill anymore. It's just you can't build a new camp with a Jack and Jill. Mm. So if you have a current uh, camp with a Jack and Jill situation, your next door neighbor has to be on the opposite shift of you. So if you're working days, I got to be nights. And um, so most camps have that, like a games room. They feed you really good. Uh, some camps have theaters, ice rinks, you know, shit like that. Um, one camp had dodgeball uh, on Sundays, ball hockey uh, on Thursdays and Saturdays, basketball on Friday. You know, they, they had gyms, really good gyms, right? So um, the camp I'm in has a communal bathroom. So, you know, I'm pooping next to the guy's shower. It makes for some really interesting conversations sometimes. You know, it's an older camp. It's 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 smaller. It's just us in there. Usually, there's a couple thousand people in in, in a camp, right? You can have up to ninety five hundred people in a camp. I think before it's technically a city, and then they have to have their own fire department and stuff. Um, ours has like forty or fifty people. You know, it's just our us in there. We just got Wi Fi. I've been here for five years. We just got Wi Fi six wow. months ago. Dang. So, are you? Is your camp like, would you say an older crowd, like, or, or like with families or kind of like you, or is it um, more of a younger guy type? Uh, it's kind of a mix, you know? Um, wow. But I'm, I'm definitely probably middle of the pack these days, you know, for age, okay. I'm getting up there, man, just turned 35. Right. I'm getting up there, man. I'm feeling it. You know, there's a lot of younger kids, 18, 20, 21, 22. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we have some geriatrics on our crew too, you know, <laughs> some guys are like that. Yeah. The it, Newport, they, they breathe in a Newport and they exhale from the Newport. Yeah. 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 Ben, you don't know anything about work, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it was minus 50 here uh, two weeks ago, I guess, for like a week straight. It, it, minus 61 in Edmonton. And uh, we have this old boy I've been working with the last couple of days. 61 years old. He uh, East Coaster. 
hard as fuck, dude. And I don't mean like, you know, it's hard, but um, <laughs> straight gangster. He worked his bag off in that weather. He's now got a, he's losing two toes because of frostbite <laughs> and maybe the tip of his finger. Oh and he God, just dude. says it so casually too, man. He's just like, I know, he's like, like walking. most of us is devastating, you know, and he's just like, yeah. I got to take the fingers off, you know? Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> you know, um, He's like, yeah, man, he's walking with a limp and hunched over a little bit. He's like, uh, man, my feet are sore, right? I'm like, oh, dude, what, what's up? He's like, during that cold snap, I worked 190 hours of unpaid time. And, and you know, I've been on my job for 3,900 years, you know? And fucking, he, he's just like, well, I got to go home. I got a doctor's appointment. And, and, and this is like... This is like three weeks ago, dude, and he's still working oh right now. Gosh. He goes home in three days. He's still fucking working. And, the characters and, you <laughs> Right? Right, man. Yeah, and, some of those characters are just like when I was yeah. doing masonry, like guys would go with like a toothache. Like like praise God that I had a mom that was like very proactive about like <laughs> yeah. you go to the dentist, like you and your dad are going to the dentist. Like you're doing yep. <laughs> do what you're told and go to the dentist, go see the doctor, go you know, go to the orthodontist or whatever, but like yeah, I used to work with some of these guys. It'd be like, I've had this toothache for like a year, and it's like real, <laughs> real deep up in my jaw. And you're like, you should probably go. Oh, I don't trust no dentist, you know. <laughs> like they just yeah. want your money, and you're like, yeah, man. It might have an effect. It might have like a, a tie to you chewing like and smoking at the same time every day. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh a hundred percent. But he's been going for three weeks, and he's like, he's like, yeah. When I get home, I gotta have these toes removed, and he's like looking at the thing and calling his doctor, like, how, how long can I be, how, how soon can I be back to work after they're amputated? And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, I have four to six weeks off. He's like, I'll be back in three. I'm like, stop, stop dude, I think that, That's like the difference between, I was talking to my parents about that, like that kind of boomer-esque generation yeah. it was willing to like work at the factory until they died. And they like, yeah. they like took it with honor. Um, which I think there's something to be said for that, you know, like really working hard and like being proud of your work. But I feel like so many of those guys get exploited. They'll be like, you know, you can take a week off and like heal up. They're like, no, no, I can't do that. You know, like I broke my hand. <laughs> I, I broke my hand a couple of years ago. Right. Um, on site uh, with the equipment. And uh, I'm not going to say where or how, <laughs> but I broke it. <laughs> I broke it and I didn't go home, right? I kept working actually. It was minus like 30 outside. So I really couldn't feel it. It was great. And I'm like, you know, like I was uh, doing my thing and I felt like puking when it happened though. I was like, oh, right, a shock. And, um, you know, my dad, I grew up with a boomer dad. He took me to work with him when I was 11. And I worked from him from the time I was 11 till uh, 18, right? And, you know, my dad's a horrible human being, but like the, the, the thing I, I credit him for the most is he taught me the value of the dollar when it takes to earn it at a very young age. I had my own GIC by the time I was 14. I saved up. I bought my the very first iPod that ever came out. They were like this fucking big back in the day. Um, you know, I was 14. I bought my very first iPod that ever came out. It was, it was great. And uh, I saved up and, and dude, it was, you know, cool. That was, that was my dad, you know, uh, shout out to him. That's the only thing I'll ever say he did. That was awesome. Other than that, he's, he's a dick. So Dick, Dick, Dick senior though. So, you know, so, yeah. um, actually we do have the exact same name. So oh, that's um, funny. So you're, you're junior. Yeah. I'm junior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that, and there's, yeah, there's something to be said about, um, that generation. I think they really, um, 
like you said, they really understand the importance and like respect the dollar of what it takes to earn it. Well, even like, even in my own life now, like sometimes I feel wrong, like getting a check from social media, <laughs> like I'll look at it and I'm like, there's no way. Like I used to have to work so many, like it, it just is because I came from a, a family business where like the same thing, my dad took me to work in the part we owned a, a saw shop. So like a steel dealership saw shop and uh part store so like federated motion auto supply and uh i would grind chains chainsaw chains all day and i remember i made like six seven dollars you know maybe five dollars an hour um but i remember like you said being so excited to save up four hundred dollars to buy like a same thing an ipod nano i think i bought which is the same ipod i got in trouble for putting music on yes <laughs> yes but, my first but, ipod yeah, cost really... me six hundred dollars and three months later it was uh 200 <laughs> yeah and i remember yeah. just like yeah you know that was that 400 was very vital like i, I remember oh, all yeah. the chains i i mean this mind-numbing work but it really taught me the importance of uh and taught me to appreciate when i do get money like to to not just to not just blow it you know i think a lot of people are not um appreciative of the position they're given in life because we all have our you know certain kind of um, negatives and pauses in our life like our yeah. starting position i mean i guess you know like some people are born into a rich family and that can be very positive they can kind of use resources to get into certain aspects of life but it can be a negative because maybe they don't appreciate um you know kind of the dollar that they get yep Ky kylie's in here now uh I, I i called her and told her i was going live uh kylie it didn't work on it to instagram i must have did something wrong i screwed up somewhere so uh shout out to instagram next time i'll get them right so um yeah <laughs> um yeah man it's um it's crazy you know my my dad man like he he paid me uh fifty dollars a day from the time i was 11 till about Oh, 15 or so when I started really learning, Hey, I'm getting the raw end of this deal, bro. You know, <laughs> yeah. like we were working like 16, 17 hours. Right. And, uh, I, I'd work on the weekends. I didn't have a summer holiday anymore. When I turned 11, he's like, Hey, no summer holidays for you. Back in my day, we worked uphill both ways in the summertime in 10 feet of snow. Yeah. 180 hours. You You're know, like, like, okay, dad. Yeah. So I went to work with him and, uh, you know, he paid me $50 a day. And then I realized 18, 18 hours, 50 bucks, like, like 15 hours, 50 <laughs> yeah. bucks. That's, that's like hell? that trailer park. You ever see that trailer park episode, trailer park boys episode where, uh, Ricky and, and Ray are like getting cans for money. And, uh, <laughs> and I think, I think Ray's like, or what Ricky say to bubbles, bubbles, like, how's it going? And, and Ricky's like, Oh, it's going great. You know, we made 40 bucks each. And he's like, he, he said something where like the numbers didn't add up, you know, he's like, yeah, we made 70 bucks, like, you know, 50 bucks a piece or something like that. And he's like, Ricky, that doesn't add up. Like Ray's taking your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so my dad, I, that, that's very Canadian, by the way, shout out the trailer park boys. I, I, I don't really watch trailer park boys. I've seen mm -hmm. clips of it here and there and I just, I can't get into it. Maybe, maybe now that I'm older and, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm finding, you know, like uh, older people things to, to like and watch and maybe their humor is for me now. I don't I haven't tried it yet. Um, but, you know, 50 bucks a day turned into 13 bucks an hour. And as I got older, 17, 18 years old, I'm, I'm like, hmm. once again, it's like hmm, 13 bucks an hour doesn't 
you know, uh, I'm moving out on my own here. 13 bucks an hour doesn't really pay that well. Right. And then, you know, the family discount, he would pay me like for the whole month. He'd be like, well, you know, I'll give you some of it now. And it'd be like a thousand bucks for the whole month. And like, well, I just moved out of my own debt. Uh, rent back then, I think my first apartment cost me 500 bucks. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. 500 bucks for rent, though. And that was only Jesus. That was 17 18 years ago <laughs> Shit. that same place now is probably in in that town is probably looking at like close to two grand right yeah that's, that's crazy the, how rent is like i remember in yeah. college calling my mom on my first apartment being, it was 500 bucks and i remember just calling her being like I, this is crazy mom how am i 500 and like i would just beg for 500 rent right now <laughs> you know, like that was, yep. yeah yeah i remember I remember looking back, looking back 500 bucks and how much I struggled to pay that rent. 500 yeah. bucks? Man, when I was 18, 19 years old, and then I came oh. out west here, right? And $500, now I'm paying, uh, oh shit, what was that? Now I'm paying $16.50 a month, and I think that's a steal. Yep. I'm like, that's, what I, that's yeah. what I pay here. That's exact my rent. It's like $1,700 with, you know, all said and done. It's like two bedroom, two bath. It's very nice, like new stuff, yep. but. I'm still, it's like, oh, you know, compared to all around, I'm seeing people rent out for 2,500, 3,000. I'm like, it's just wild to see. Like, like you said, looking back as a young, I'm 24 now, but when I was, you know, 19, 18 in college, like what I had to do to get that 500, like working at the supplement store, working at the, at the car dealership, working for my dad on the weekends. Like I was, I swear I was like, I had 50 jobs, <laughs> like, you know, I just was trying to study, trying to do this. And, um, Looking back, it's like, dang, I was doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> Dude, what I do from up, hold on. Sour, the Sour Moose just came in. What's up, Sour Moose? The Sour Moose is a candy store uh, just about 40 minutes away from me in Tofield, Alberta. And Chris, uh, Corso Chris runs the store. And there's a www.sourmoose.ca is the website. And they have like exotic candies, hard to find candies and shit from all over the world. If you, if you go on her website... And you use my code, it's wild that I got a code for a candy store. Like my the my my former fat kid self would be so pumped right now. And I am pumped. The sour moose is the shit. Hey, what's up, sour moose? Uh, oh, when hey, I get I guess candy. That was that. <laughs> when I get candy and stuff sent to me, like that's my favorite. Like, so I'm with Heatwave Visual. Like I, that's probably my favorite packages I get is like sunglasses. Like they just sent me an RC truck, which was really cool. I don't know if you saw that on my Instagram story. So but, uh, you're getting RC trucks, like remote control, control trucks from them? Yeah, so I, I, I've been with them since like 2021, I think, or 2020. And um, yeah, done a lot together, like done a lot of commercials and stuff. And yeah, yeah, like the other day, my girlfriend goes to the door and she just like, there's a huge box outside. I'm like, open it up. And yeah, it's like a literal RC, like Baja truck that does 50 miles an hour. <laughs> what the hell now? It's I'm crazy. Mad. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. No, you, I'm, not mad. I'm also with Heat Waves. I'm also with Heat Waves. I also yeah, got, yeah. Uh, yeah, I also got an affiliation with them, but like, I've never gotten an RC truck. What the hell, dude? <laughs> I know. What the heck? Maybe he send you an RC truck. Uh, you got Justin. way more followers than me. So <laughs> It's kind of weird how that whole world works, you know? Like, that's what yeah. frustrated me when I was coming up with companies is, like, it's – that's, I think, with social media is what bothers me the most is it's such a, like, robot numbers game. Like, these people will just look at your account and be like, oh, I'm not going to follow you. You only have, like, 50,000. Or, you know, I, I could see that when I was coming up was, like, people in real life talk to me differently. Um, they like, Oh, I saw you're making TikToks. That's kind of cool. Or then like when I got to like almost like now half a million, they're like, dude, like that's so crazy. You know, and they like, 
you should, you should do how should, I want to be on one of your videos. And it's like, Oh, now you, you know, kind of a, that's my, my kind of yep. one gripe with social media is just with companies and, and kind of all sorts of stuff is just, it's all a numbers game. And yep. you know, like, oh, we won't really want to take you on cause you only have this or, you know, you know what dude. And, and, and they're, people are so excited to get on like with, with companies like that. They're, they're using you. Right. And as long as you oh. can tell the difference between, you know, they like me, no, no, they're using you. And if you can really like, you know, get on board with that, you're laughing. Right. Like, but with numbers, I know what you mean by that. You know, um, I've been with Troll, uh, Troll here, Troll Clothing. I've been with them now for oh, two months. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the the influence they seem to have, man, the influencers they they, they use. Um, Jesse and I talked about this on last week's podcast. They, they really understand the importance of the micro-influencer, right? Like, they have a couple really big content creators. But they also have like a few smaller ones, right? With like 1,000 followers, 2,000 followers, yeah. you know? And I think that's huge, man. That, that, that's, yeah, I think, that's amazing. I think you can get actually a lot more traction sometimes with the smaller micro accounts. Yep. Um, what, I, what I've noticed with a lot of people on TikTok, especially, is they will repeat the same video over and over. Like, I'm, I'm repetitive with some of my content, but I like to diverse. Um, but some of these people are like almost NPC, just brain rock content. And they have say 2 million followers, but out of those 2 million, how many people are actually following them for you and like what you like and what yep. you're interested in. Say, yep. say like with what you're, with the shirt you're wearing, you know, like if people were just following you because you're like going into a, a Walmart and just acting a fool, like how many people are going to actually use that code for a sweater? But if all 50,000 are all blue collar content, hardworking people, they really connect with the brand. Yep. I think, you know, I think that's a lot of, there's a lot to say for that rather than, oh, oh, this person has a million. Let's just bring them on because it's a million. It's like, well, yeah. who, who, who is that million, you know? Ooh, Kylie just said it down there. We talk about that all the time, right? I don't, can you see the comments? I don't know if you, you can see them there. Um, Tracy Mack is in the house. If you're ever live on TikTok and you need a, uh, a good moderator, Tracy Mack, hands down the best TikTok moderator on the internet. She's blocking everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a, hey, nope, 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 nope. You know, <laughs> she's good shit. Um, Kylie says, I'd rather have genuinely engaged followers. And we talk about that all the time. My biggest pet peeve on TikTok is the creators that do nothing but cause drama and talk shit. They, they grow, they grow, they get a lot of followers, right? They grow because yeah. people are, well, it's like a tire fire, right? They can't take their eyes off. They're not there because they like you. They're there no. because they want to yeah. watch you burn. They yeah. want to see the, how the, you're going to blow yeah. up today, right? Yeah, they, they want to see the drama and it's just almost yeah. like reality TV where, um, like I've, I've built my account kind of slowly. I always kind of like the, you know, slow and steady wins a race or, you know, going the long route because I've got up to about half a million and there's people that have started later than me. They're maybe at a million, but I look at their video views and it's not as engaging. Like I'm pretty consistent with my yeah. video views because yeah. every time I post people just love it for what, I, you know, just like me for me and my personality. I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. Yeah. Um, and that's when I see people here in Coeur d'Alene, like I'll be walking around a store like Kohl's or Walmart. And like, you just, some, it's usually some guy starts staring at me and then I kind of, I'm like, why is he looking at me? And they'll come up to me, but I do I love your content. And, um, that's another thing I should, I should address too, is like, if I'm out, don't be afraid to come and talk to me. Cause I'm just a normal person. Yep. I'm just a, I'm just a guy that I, I, I work, you know, I, I go out in public. I like to lift weights. I, I like to eat food. 
Like I'm not a celebrity by any means. Like, yeah, maybe I have a following on, on a certain app, but I, I think so many people put these creators on these huge pedestals. Like they worship them. Yeah. Like that person, I still get in arguments with my girlfriend. I still have stress. I still cry. You know, I still, I still um, got to go to fucking work. <laughs> yeah. I still have anxiety. I still got to wake up and like figure out, I got to do taxes soon. You know, like, um, I, I see people like when they see me, they're like, dude, like, thanks for talking. Can I get a picture. And it's like, yeah, like, you know, I don't care. Like, hell yeah, man. I, I, I think that's I've been cool. there too. Cause before yeah. I used to kind of put these people on pedestals. Uh, but then when I got in that realm, it's kind of a weird competitive type realm. Like I, I know people with the same type of level accounts when they start to do better, they kind of like, well, unf- I've been unfollowed yep. and like, Oh, I'm, I'm in a million. Now you're still half a million. You're not good enough for me. You know, like I'm moving on. It's just like, it's a weird world. So I see you all. I seen you on, uh, on my TikTok a lot. Right. But, and I see you on my, I'm starting to see you on my Instagram more. That was just kind of cool. Right. Cause like, you're not as big over on Instagram and I, mm-hmm. I, that's where I'm like, Oh, he's on Instagram too. And that's where I reached out. Right. Um, but I didn't follow you on TikTok until, uh today or yesterday i think mm-hmm. it was um because right it's got four hundred thousand followers right and at the beginning at the beginning i was like fuck i don't want to follow this guy and not just you it's like a lot of big totally, totally. fuck yeah. i don't want to follow this guy because you know i'm not going to get a follower back out of it you know, he doesn't know i exist you know and then you know i i'm uh about seventy three thousand. uh oh some of your destinations have arrows oh okay never mind Sorry, it's telling me all about uh, mm-hmm. Instagram again. All right, so then I got, I'm about 73K on my, uh, what was once my backup account, but I guess it's now my main. Um, I, I hit 73K there, or just about to, and, you know, it's like, well, I can't follow everyone back, right? I, I don't, if you're hitting the follow button, I can't see who's all following me. That happens sometimes, it'll yeah. happen, like, a couple thousand within a couple of days. I, oh, I'm oh yeah. I, I totally don't even like yeah. people in real life that know me through college or, or like growing up, they're like, Hey, you didn't follow me back, man. And I'm like, dude, you have to understand. Like if I get a video that hits like 5 million views, like I turn off all my notifications because it will literally shut down my phone. Yep. <laughs> like, my yep. phone will fit. Like I have a new iPhone. It will literally start to, the hardware will lag. <laughs> like I can't see, like you, you'd be the thousands follow for that day, not like trying to boast or anything, but it's just like, you know, yeah. it's hard to see sometimes yeah. with, uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, definitely trying to, uh, push the Instagram a little more. And, um, I like it. I, reels have been doing pretty good. Like I've noticed, um, like reels have been popping off sometimes more than my TikTok has. Yep. My uh, reels on Instagram do way better than my TikToks. And, uh, well, you gotta think about it this way right i got 40 almost forty-six thousand on instagram and like seventy-three thousand on tiktok i heard or or i actually read that um one instagram follower is the equivalent uh, no one tiktok follower is the equivalent of 10 or is the other way around one instagram probably, follower probably one instagram yep one yeah so it's worth more on instagram right because it it's is, harder yeah, think, you know yeah it's it's a lot harder to uh um, grow like, but I've, I've noticed like once I've started just pushing on, I kind of post a lot. Like, people that are listening, if you want to see my lifting stuff, like the strongman content, I post a lot more on on Instagram because it doesn't get taken down for like dangerous activity. And because some <laughs> of the stuff I'm like lifting like a 350 pound sandbag and tossing it, and people, you know, like on TikTok, <laughs> understandable, you know, it's like don't promote, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting to see the growth on. I, I'm kind of getting a new found love again for 
like it felt like I just started my TikTok page. I'm kind of feeling that same way with Instagram. Like yeah. I went from like this couple months, I went from like 2000 to 20. And I was like, oh, you know, like you get excited again. Like yep. kind of when you get to that couple hundred thousand, you kind of almost start to to lose that drive a little bit because you're like, you know, I got 450 right now. Like that's plenty, you know, so you kind of stop pushing sometimes. Yeah, I uh, I just had a 12 million view video on Instagram. That's crazy. Right? It's at 12.1, and I gained uh, shit six almost six thousand followers off of it, um, which is kind of cool. My my insights this coming month are gonna suck because it's I reached nine million accounts in the last thirty days. Yeah, right. And now it's it's already starting to drop. And when it comes up, it's like, oh, you've reached one million accounts this month minus nine hundred percent. It's like son of a yeah. bitch, right? Yeah. Like, damn. You find I was gonna ask you find like with your content, like that video that hit 12 million, was that a video that you really thought about or just kind of were having fun? So I was just having fun, right? It was cold. It was minus 30 outside. Yeah. And uh, I was wearing my hard hat and it, I, I heard a sound. It was from, you you know, the movie Castaway with uh, yep. uh, Tom I Hanks. saw that. Will, yeah, Wilson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like when it's minus 35 and you're trying to get uh, three inches of dick out of six inches of Carhartt. Yeah. And I was like, well, that? Wilson, <laughs> I'm sorry, Wilson, right? And uh, I actually posted that two years ago. Uh, there was wow. a repost. I just needed a video to post that day, and I hadn't made one, and I didn't like, have whatever, time to make it. one. So I was just like, fuck it. You know what? Instagram. Threw it on Instagram, and then, it, and then it was getting a million a day. Every time I look back the next day, a million, another million. I watched yeah. it hit 12, and then it just kind of started dying out. I'm like, that's cool. I don't need it anymore, right? Like, yeah. uh, like you said, I have all my notifications off for every uh, every app now, right? And it's just I can't. It will kill my phone. Um, so it's it's kind of yeah. it's kind of wild, yeah. Well, you'll turn into an iPad kid. You'll just be on your phone all day. Like that's the problem with TikTok is like you literally turn into a bot. Like it's just you look yeah. down and you're like, dude, I learned nothing. Like I literally sat here for four hours and just like yeah. brain rotted myself. But that's funny you say that. Like that was a video where you just my best videos, I literally grab my phone and a pair of sunglasses or a hat and I do the characters and I just start like just going yeah. off randomly and like people are like, but the, the ones I sit and I actually write down, I think I just stress myself out too much, you know, you're yeah. kind of like, no, yeah. that wouldn't sound good. That wouldn't, but it's kind of like, you know, with you and your, your buddy get drunk, like you come up with the funniest things because you just are so like, ah, oh, whatever, you know, just throwing things off the wall. Yeah. I, um, what video was that? I did one the other day, um, and you know uh, there was a creator on 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 TikTok. She's also on Instagram, and I tagged her in it. Um, she works on the rigs there, and um, she made a video about how you know they didn't feed her and budget cutbacks and shit like that, right? And and she, I don't know if she got mad about it or not, but some like bigger like um blue collar highlight page you know like boom nation makes it wasn't boom nation oh, um yeah. shout out kennedy by the way that's her name um she made a video and, and they got a hold of it and they cut it up and they made her look horrible like she was whining and they they made it feel oh, seem like she was a lesser person and it's because she's female can't let mm -hmm. females into the oil patch because this is what they're gonna do well like i've never been fed on a rig before Right? I was like, what the hell? They feed you? I'm just learning now they're feeding you. Yeah. So I had fun with it. And then a couple days later, I went on the site and I got fed for the first time. So I stitched her video and I'm like, uh. you know, here they are. And 
holy shit, man, I'm getting fed. Mm -hmm. What's this? I'm like, shout out to Kennedy, man. Next time, complain about the wages or something, you know? Like, (laughs) maybe we'll all get a We're not making enough money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And someone said, hey, uh, good good for you for standing up for Kennedy. And I'm just like, hey, man, she's a content creator in my niche, you know, whether whether I agreed or not, I'm going to stick up for her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I did, yeah. You never know, like, where those videos are going to end up, which is, or, like, the impact. Like, I made a video about uh, McDonald's. Like, I got a McDonald's meal, and I posted this last year, like, around this time. And all of a sudden, like, people were sending me, like, dude, you're on CNN. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, you're you're on, like, you know, like, these major, like, like now this, and, like, all these kind of news news stations. And they're, like, reaching out for interviews. I denied them all because I don't want to be political on my page. Like, I just, yeah, I have my certain beliefs and you know like i grew up in rural idaho so you can kind of paint that wherever you want but like america I'm not gonna sit on freedom yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like i'm not gonna be like you know go on there and just, but it was about like how much like fast food costs because you know fast food is basically the same price now as going out to eat but, yeah uh, oh, yeah oh. like the same same example it's just kind of like wow i never thought in my kitchen kind of just pointing my phone at this mcdonald's bag like this is ridiculous where you know like what that that girl did like was able to make a change yeah yeah i yeah so um uh i don't i can't talk politics on my on my uh, social media pages i i i kind of wanted to a little bit you know just jokingly mm-hmm. um but i can't even joke about it right um i i the one time i did it some guys like um i this page was great until it went political i'm unfollowing and it's like <laughs> oh dude. If you're gonna unfollow unfollow this is in an airport yeah. you don't need to announce that, that's that's why i don't even leave. bother yeah i don't right. bother because like i believe with with people we all have our own ideas and yeah. i don't think you should attach the idea to your person so like I, I grew up in a small town where it's kind of dangerous with echo chambers meaning like you know you have these people they're all yes men like oh that's a great idea yeah 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 and it's kind of you're never challenged in your thoughts like um yeah, it's just kind of uh, – I'm never going to be like, I don't like that guy because he believes in this. Yeah. It's kind of like, I like you for you if you're nice to me. You know, you respect me. But we all have our ideas up here above our head, and we really don't have our own – if it makes – like, we don't have our own political ideas. Like, you, yeah. kind of, uh, you kind of grow up a certain way, you attach to a certain thing, and you kind of personalize that. But yeah. I think the problem is people see that bubble, and they attach that to you, and they go, you know – I don't like you because of X, Y, Z, you know, I'm just like, not even going to get into that. I, I've, I learned the hard way when I first started TikTok, I made a, a joke. It was kind of like a, a joke about this lady was making a tomato burger. Like she used tomato slices instead of the bun. And I'm, <laughs> I use this like morph app that turned me into like Chris Brown. <laughs> and like, it, you know, I'm like, I, it was like kind of an edgy joke and like, dude, this one guy got a hold of it. He had a big account. He had like 500,000. I can't remember his name, but he stitched it. And I had at the time like 50,000. Yeah. And he's like, you think that's cool to like, you, you, you think abusing women is cool. And I'm like, Whoa, like, and dude, I got like death threats and like all these people messaging me like, yeah, I'm sure your mom's proud. You should raise an abuser. And I'm like, it's a joke about like, it, it's totally okay for Dave Chappelle and them to make those jokes. But as soon as I do, like, oh, I'm not big enough to do that, you know? So I've stayed yep. away from any type of, like, in that regard, you know? I just I just posted a video. It's another old repost from two years ago. Um, I, um, a, a creator of color in the U.S. told me to repost it every Black History Month. So I do, right? And so does he. And he tags me, and it sends traffic my way. And um, 
it was it was like uh, snowing in the background of my video, and it was just Black History Month this February, and I'm like, so we're they we're apparently we're expecting ten to twelve inches tonight. Well played, Black History Month. Well played, right? <laughs> and and oh man, everyone loved it. My wife's part right which i can't i can't really just say that because she's very white so she doesn't um she can't really um you know uh, experience or um relate to the the plight of of people mm -hmm. of color right so i i gotta stop saying that but um so uh everyone loved it for the first few days everyone loved it and then oh, the yeah. people came like you're a racist, right? And it's like, well, yeah, you're like, no. whoa, not, I'm no. not in any, yeah, in any regard. Yeah, yeah. And I got invited to the cookout so many times. They're like, you're just the homie invited to the cookout, bro. And I'm like, well, I'm glad I'm invited because I was just coming anyway. So this makes it less awkward, right? And um, a couple of the uh, bigger uh, black creators got a hold of it. They stitched it, duetted, and they all. The one guy's like, I don't know whether if I should, whether or not to protest or laugh. Right. And then, yeah. and then I was just like, that's hilarious. And then uh, he got me a lot of followers onto that one actually. Uh, and, and a lot of views. And uh, he's like, if anybody ever comes to you, he messaged me. He's like, if anyone ever comes to you and calls this racist, tag me in the comment. I'm coming for him. Right. Yeah, like, most, oh, most, most of those people, like really the, the people that the video is usually tended like in the joke are never offended. No. Like, it's like always, whether, yeah, it's, yeah, it's always these people that are like, right? yeah, it's like, like, I'm going to, I need some virtue. I'm going to like go play the yeah. hero. And that's yeah. what it was. It was like 90% of people were like, dude, that's pretty funny. But like yeah. these people then started targeting like, per, like, you know, like you're ugly. You're like, they were like so harsh. And I'm just yeah. going like, it's, it's comedy. It's, it's dark comedy. Yes. Was it an edgy joke? Of course. But like people don't laugh at knock, knock jokes anymore. So, you know, like you, you have to be a little bit on the edge. Like that's why yeah. people, I think you just, you just can't apologize for it, which I didn't like. I didn't. Oh yeah, exactly. If you're out there being like belligerently, you know, whatever, then yeah, that's not okay. But like, if you're just making jokes and it's like, it's harmful, like, I don't feel like people should come at you, you know? And then the cancel culture works by, uh, please. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, like you can't say that. Just be like, I don't care. Like, I really don't care. <laughs> like, you know. So, so that's I reposted every year, and right now it's going off on Instagram. It's at almost two million views on Instagram right now. It's like one point five or something like that. And the same thing, people are just like, that's hilarious. And then bro, and then Buddy uh, made a uh, story about it, and he said some shit. And it's not like he was being like trying to to poke the bear a little bit. So I commented. <laughs> And I look at every story people tag me and I look at it, I like it and I comment if it's funny. Right. And, um, so, um, I, I'm like, man, are you trying to start something with this? Like, like it's not meant to, to start like, and he's like, no dude. He's like, I'm actually trying to like start like a constructive conversation about it. He's like, this is funny as fuck. And that's kind of what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, cool. And then we had a conversation about it afterwards and, and whatnot, uh, a little bit further into depth, but I doubled down on the video when I first posted it on, uh, on, uh, TikTok two years ago, right. Mm -hmm. People were going crazy. And then like a couple days later, there was this heavier set woman holding a subway sandwich. Right. And she's like, this ain't the only foot long I'm having tonight. Right. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. so I fucking oh, stitched it. I stitched it. Right. And I'm like, damn, girl, most people just go to a museum or something to learn about Black History Month, but not you. No. And then and then I jump cut. And I'm like, you went uh, 
it's like not you know you got on the ride you hit the souvenir shop afterwards right yeah and like fucking oh dude people love that one too right and i haven't post reposted that one i just it it just doesn't need to yeah, be reposted yeah, if, but any, like, if yeah. anything yeah like you're kind of poking fun at, at you <laughs> yeah oh yeah man yeah. like yeah it's like oh. you're poking fun at yourself and and yeah yeah i think yeah. people just take I think people don't experience, like if you have enough time to sit around and worry about things like that, like you obviously yeah. don't have enough stress in your life to even, like you must not be trying hard enough in other avenues that you're sitting here on social media being like, you know, like raging. Like these people get so mad. Like that's why I, I just tend to not post anything political. I try not to get involved in it um, yeah. because it, you, you, you can sit there. It's just like the joke with the family, you know, Thanksgiving or, or Christmas dinner. You're always going to have that uncle or aunt that's going to believe differently or even inside your own, you know, close family, your father, your mother, you're never going to be able to convince that person, especially if they're from a different city, a different country. Like, who am I to say, no, you need to believe this way. And you're from Europe. Like, I don't know what, what your upbringing was like. Like there's a yeah. lot, I think people fail to realize there's a lot that goes into people's thoughts than, than we realize. Like it's not all just surface level. And it's something that I've had to work with within my relationship and you know, just in life is being more empathetic and being more like, let me really sit and think about like what you're saying and why you believe this way rather than like, well, and then just respond, you know? <laughs> yep. Yep. Hey, I got a question for you, man. Do you know yeah, what yeah. viscosity, do you know what viscosity is? I know like the term, like the definition. Yeah. Well, what, 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 what is viscosity in, in, in your term or definition? I think it just being like fluid and, and as far as your thoughts, like being able to um, maybe not block, certain opinions out like just be open to you know being viscous being able to f just go with the flow type of thing i would that would be kind of my yeah maybe like, like humanized definition of it yeah the, the reason why i'm asking or is because uh the, the podcast is sponsored by the mud man right and the mud man deals in uh the thickness of fluid on on the drilling rigs right like mm -hmm. um you know uh if it's too viscous you know they they water it up or yeah too thick they water it they water it down a little bit. If it's too thin, they thicken that shit up, right? So uh, the the mud man, you know, he, he's there to make make you have a thicker load. You know, uh, how how thick is your load? Pretty much, you know. So mm. yeah, uh, www.mudmudmud <laughs> wow www.mudmarket.com you know check check them out uh, for all your drilling fluid and laboratory testing equipment needs. I, I love I love where the conversation about thick loads goes. Sometimes it, it's <laughs> some people they take it where it doesn't need to go. And I man, I've been like I was gonna say I've been horrible. I've actually been pretty good at like having fun with it. And the mud man doesn't care. He listens to it. We talk about it, and he he's pretty cool and open about like how far it's gone. It's gone. So yeah. So he's 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 a pretty cool sponsor. So he's not like censoring you too much. Yeah, no, he. I don't think he's censoring me at all. But yeah, the Mudman. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have uh, the headset or the mic. And you know, he he hooked his boy up. So that's pretty nice. Hell yeah, man! Uh, it, it was really cool to get a sponsor. You know, and and you know, I I don't know if I can if I have an affiliation with Dirty Hands, Clean Money, and Heat Waves. Is that technically a sponsor that I could push on the show? Yeah, I think I would reach out to him for sure. Like, hey, like, you know. Um, I, what I found with a lot of these companies is you can kind of like make your own contracts. Like, yeah. so I sleep, I sleep with a CPAP, like a, a forced air device because my, my neck is like 18 inches. <laughs> so it's like, I, I physically, like I'm, I'm about six, five, like three fifty. So it's like, I'm a very big 
I'm a large man. You and, are uh, a mountain of a man. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big dude. So it's hard, it's hard. <laughs> like I can't physically. When I got a strong man, like sleep became an issue. So I reached out to this company. My girlfriend's like, reach out to the company and message them. Um, so it's Lofta, like a sleep CPAP company. I'm like, hey, you know, do you guys work with influencers? They're like, yeah, yeah, we could. And then kind of just have a conversation with their uh, media kind of director or influ. I don't know what they're called now, like what their position is. Um, but yeah, most of the time you can be like, yeah, if you give me 500 bucks, I'll mention you on the podcast or, you know, there's always something you can, it's pretty surprising like this because it's kind of uncharted territory. You know what I mean? Like there's no really set rules of like, well, for podcasts, we only do this, but like a lot of these companies have never kind of divulged in that. So you can kind of talk and just have a conversation like, yeah, maybe for 250, I'll, uh, you know, wear the shades on the sun, on the, on the podcast or type of thing. Yeah. Damn dude. Like what's your, what's your heat waves code? Uh, toe for all of, I think it's a, uh, gosh, this is a, uh, I think it's toe for all of 99, like all caps. Mine is frost or, 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 Yeah. Toe for, toe for all of 9910. Yeah. So, mine is, uh, mine is frost 8910. So it's just my Instagram handle. Um, and then just the one zero ten ten percent off. So yeah. Hell yeah. Hell I need yeah, to get man. changed because it's a little long. I think I might just change it to like toe for 10 because i kind of st- did it when i first started <laughs> it was just like that'll work whatever i don't know if this is gonna work or not <laughs> so so you were saying like you know if they offered you like 200 bucks or whatever you'd met best them on there it's it's wild and you brought it up earlier like at the mm-hmm. beginning how like you know your first social media check right your first social media pay when it hit what how much was your first one ever um my first one ever like real check from a company was actually through that that CPAP company. I think it was fifteen hundred bucks for a video. Good for and you. That that was like my first real. Before I think I did, or maybe I lied. No, it wasn't fifteen hundred. That was like my second. My first one. I did a Doctor Squatch ad. You know the soap, like the natural soap. Yeah. Um, they reached out to me to like do just kind of a soap, and uh, I think I got like five hundred bucks or four hundred bucks. Um, and then ever since then, it's kind of just progressed. And then, and then as your account is bigger, you can kind of. I've learned to set like. Um, a certain price and most of the time they will go for it like get, kind of knowing your worth just like you're saying when you start with your dad you know like 13 bucks ain't cutting it i need more i need more yeah, i think yeah i think a lot of people can take that into their own life like because as kind of owning your own business you have to hold yourself accountable but also protect yourself like no i'm not going to make like all these videos for this or you know you kind of have to expect more of yourself and expect yourself to do good and before you can do that you know you have to expect you know, think of yourself as that person and, you know, you kind of become that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people, especially in the blue collar world, like I used to work non-union masonry. So like people got treated so poorly and it was like, they felt trapped. And I think if you're in a job, like I think our, you know, our generation, you're kind of in that mid thirties, I'm mid twenties that you can leave a job and, and it's going to be okay. Like you don't have to work for that guy that cusses at you and, and throws stuff at you. I mean, like literally I've been on job sites where people get stuff thrown at them, literally verbally abused. Like, I work in the, the oil field. That's just an every oh, yeah, you, average you live, day. You live that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like it does get to a point where I think people are like, I mean, maybe thinking about suicide or, you know, whatever it is, like if it's getting to that point, like just quit. And like, you can find with your experience, especially blue, we need blue collar people in this world. Like we need, we need plumbers. We need general contractors. We need, you know, people that do drywall. It's a dying art, like masonry, all these things. You know, I think people, they think, oh, well, you know, I'm just kind of a blue collar guy. I kind of don't know much. It's like, dude, you know a lot. 
like you are, you are a very smart individual. Yep. And you can put, you can use your skills to level up your life. If you're not happy at that job and they're paying you 15 bucks an hour to do this laborious work, like you can start your own, say masonry company or concrete company. Like, Absolutely. you know, you know, all the stuff to do, like, like, right. Like, you know, every part of the job, like, why not go take that risk and don't be scared to um, get out of that bad situation. Yeah. So my, I, I, I like all that. We're going to touch on a lot of that, but, um, my first, um, uh, I guess pay for the internet stuff. It's wild. You know who Jabby Coffee is? I think they've reached out to literally everyone. I, I don't know. No, no. Jabby Coffee um, reached out to me and, you know, blue collar coffee, right? They were the first mm -hmm. one that ever reached out. And uh, I'm like, hell yeah, I can do this, right? It was cool. So I, I did it. And uh, I think I made $16 in the last two years off them. Uh, <laughs> you know, three, three years almost? Three years almost uh, off them. You know, I only sold a couple of them. But, you know, it, it allowed me to, you know, break out of my niche a little bit, but stay in yeah. my niche at the same time. You know, what, what better than um, for blue collar than coffee? Yeah. Blue collar people love that shit. Yeah. Maybe not iced coffee like that was, but whatever coffee. So um, it, it, it was the first time outside of the thing. I had to step out of my comfort zone, right? A little bit. Cause I, you know, it was not my typical content, but um, you know, I had to, okay, can I do this? Right. And I had to get yeah, really yeah. creative. Right. And I Push think I did great. Little, yeah. I think I did great. I'm going to try reposting one of those videos yeah. and see how. Yeah, that's how the best, help. man. Maybe like I can really have to think. That. Yeah. Yeah. When you really have to think about like what you're going to have to, it, it is uncomfortable. Like these companies reach out to you and it's almost like you, it is some, it's like almost like a new job, like that you're stepping onto. You're like, I yeah. did, did I do a good job that you're like nervous to make the video and nine times out of 10, most of the time they're like, this is great. You know, thank you very yeah. much. Um, yeah, you kind of have to, you have to go out there. Like my first skits for, for companies were looking back. I'm like, oh my God, what a failure. But, you know, I never looked at them as a failure because I think in order to succeed, you know, you have to, to learn and that's through failure, yep. you know, like, yep. like Why Michael do we Jordan fall, has Bruce? a quote. Yeah, exactly. Like Why Michael Jordan fall, has Bruce? a quote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Michael Jordan has a quote. Uh, he's like, you know, I, I took so many shots and I, I missed this many shots. I missed 10,000 shots so many times I've been trusted to hit the game in any shot and I, I missed it, but I, I failed over and over and over and over again. And that's why I'm a winner. And I think, you know, that's kind of something to, to apply to your life and whether it's content or your job, like yep. that's part of learning. Like you're going to suck at things when you first start, like you know, I don't how know. Did your first videos. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you watch hockey or not. Do you watch NHL? I don't know. Yeah. Mar Martin Brodeur is, I think like, the most winningest goalie of all time in the NHL. He also has the most losses in the NHL, right? Mm -hmm. To perfect your craft, you're you're going to have to be bad at it at some point. Didn't Michael Jordan get cut from his high school team? Yeah, I believe so like cuz he, yeah. he didn't make the team at yeah. first and like had to had to like really work to get on it and Yeah. Yeah, like that's with anything, you know, like you're going to just you're going to fail or and you're going to be really bad at first. Like oh, yeah. you know how it it's is. It's like, like content too. Same thing. Oh, like your yeah, your first. I remember my first skits. Like looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, like cringe. You know? like, well, look at look at look at your look at back at your videos. They're cringe, right? But that's the social media game in general, right? How many times are you willing to get punched in the face and keep coming back for more with a smile on, right? Because I'll admit, like when that guy stitched my video about that joke I made, and like all those people were hating on me, I was like, I want to give up. I'm like, this is not for me. 
but I just kept making videos and I just didn't let those kind of like hating people um, get in the way. And, and I've had, I've had people in college tell me like when I first started, like those, what are you doing? You're a grown man on TikTok. You're a grown man on this. Um, but now those same people are like, you know, how much you make? And I just, I really don't want to tell them because it's like, I don't think I, you deserve to know, like, <laughs> oh, you know, like, oh, you were, you were making fun of me to start. But now that you see that there's income involved, now you're involved, you know, like, yeah, exactly. And, and Kylie down there in the comments, she said at one point in life, we didn't know how to walk or talk. And, and, you know, exactly. My daughters are only four and, and six, right. They, we, they were at the station not that long ago. You watch a kid. They, they go to walk and they keep falling down. They keep falling down. They keep getting hurt. They get right back up. They don't cry about it. They don't like, oh, I can't do this, right? And then mm -hmm. they get up and they try again like an hour later, 20 minutes later, right? Same with yeah. talking, right? And, it, you know, it's like that with just about damn near everything, right? Yeah, and, literally everything. Yeah, man. It's, it's pretty wild. Um, you know, the things that, you know, we – nature versus nurture, right? Like it's it, – it, nature tells you – Hey, keep trying, keep going, let's go. But the way that you grow up, you know, or, or people teach you along the way, somewhere along the, the way, you lose that fighting instinct that, you know, that fight, you lose the fight. A lot of people do. Yeah. They kind of, they experienced a little bit of that failure and, and it maybe stacks up more than, than usual. And some people are given a forehand, you know, like I totally yeah. understand, like, you know, with medical issues and, um, but with, people that ask me kind of like, how, how do you get started in content? I'm like, get your phone out and just start talking. Like just start mm -hmm. filming yeah. whatever you think is funny. The more you think about it, the worse it gets. Like, Oh, don't think about it at <laughs> like, all. Like don't man. think about it. And you know, like I've made, I've posted videos for two years and didn't really get anywhere. So I think people kind of expect when they start things, they get really frustrated when it's not going their way right away. Yep. Um, and maybe that's certain personality types, but, um, I always took it as like, well, I got to, I got to self-evaluate and kind of see where I can do better. Why are my videos not getting, rather than being like, my video got 500 views. This app's stupid. I hate it. I'm done. I don't understand it. I'm, I'm just bad at it. It's like, well, wh why is it? Let me look at other people. Okay. Maybe I need to be more, a little more uh, genuine. Maybe I need to stop the videos too long. Maybe the video's too short or change up the microphone or the lighting. You know, I think unless you're, you know, exerting all of your different resources and then it's still not working. Okay, yeah. maybe it's just kind of like with anything, you know, like a certain thing, genetics and everything play a role. Like I'm too big to play soccer. I'll never be able, to, you know, <laughs> like I can't play soccer. It's just, this is not in the cards for me. Do you know who Jeremy Littell is? I don't know. You don't know who Jeremy Littell The guy had like I do not. millions and millions of followers. Um, he's big. He does the little Johnny jokes. Oh, I, I haven't it, seen him. I bet if I saw him, I, yeah. I would probably recognize him. Yeah, he, um, he was on episode 50. Uh, and... We were talking about that, you know, well, how do I get into content? And he's like, you know what, how he made his first video and it went super viral is he was ice fishing and he didn't know the video back then was only 15 seconds long. That's it. Right. And so he was doing the jig thing and it turned out to the video turned into a loop. Well, it got like oh. 20 million views on it, I think. And, and he's like, whoa, that's crazy. The serotonin rush. Right. And uh, he's like, he said to me, he's like, uh, I'm same thing you said earlier about, you know, I'm nobody. I'm not famous. I'm, and you're not. They were just regular people. Uh, he said, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a goofball with a phone in front of my face. You know, uh, exactly. part, part of this, the, the social media game, I guess you could call it, is most of it's luck, right? Posting at the right time, 
just being an idiot with your phone. When did you get on? I got on during the pandemic when everyone was doing nothing but yep, looking same at here. their phone. Yeah, right? that, that so, was a good time. Like when I would get a ton of followers on TikTok in a day. Yeah, like, I feel like I was going like fifty thousand every week. It was like poof, it was the wild poof. west, man. And then now it's kind of kind of slowed down a little bit. And but yeah, yeah, I think you just have to just realize it's like yeah, just you're a person with an iPhone. Just start saying things. Um, it's nothing more than that. Like, don't Cut. take it yeah. too serious. And you know, it's it's not that big of a deal at the end of the day. Like, if you fail at it, like your mom still loves you. You know, you're you're gonna still have a family and kids that love you. It's not like yep. it's the um, with anything like the Super Bowl, like with sports. I think I've talked about that on certain podcasts with people, like people that let sports dictate their like level of happiness. Like, I get into games, but sometimes people like they get into like physical altercations with others about sports. It's, it's like, crazy. dude, these people do not know you. <laughs> like, <laughs> they don't like, care either. Yeah. They don't care. They're, they're million, they're billionaires, like with little pawn millionaires that like, they're trying to like yeah. clash against each other. And, and sports are fun. Like, I think they, they help pass the time, but yeah, I think people yep. just kind of put like, again, back to the point of putting people on pedestals that don't need to be like, for sure. Like, I think you should be proud of your content and like your account. Like I'm proud that I built, something that makes me money and as a business like i'm not gonna be like well i just kind of whatever but you know like i'm not i'm a, a de list celebrity <laughs> like, like yeah is there anything lower than that it's like yeah is there, any, uh, is there like a, a bottom tier where like i get recognized at applebee's <laughs> like, like that's a, i get recognized the most at like texas roadhouse um i feel like where all the blue collar guys go like texas roadhouse home depot where else like I get recognized the most on site at work, right? Oh, like, yeah. Oh. Like I, I wanna, I, I kind of wanna test it out a little bit. My job right now is in the way of my content growing even more, and 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 I think I could do more without working. But I backed myself into a corner. All my contents of me at work. Yeah. Right. Dang. So like, <laughs> so like, fuck, man. Like, what the hell do I do here, right? And you set um, the fake work like people do on TikTok. Oh, dude. Where like you so see <laughs> when they set up the phone and then they like. They like walk over with like a hammer and they're like, you know, they put an audio over it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. Um, so is that wild the kind of money you could just make in the palm of your hand? It, it blows me away. You're doing it anyways. It's good. It's fun. Yeah. Um, you know, as I said, you know, the, the coffee was the first one, then the heat waves, mm -hmm. and then, you know, um, the heat waves, and then Dirty Hands Clean Money. And uh, my most recent interesting way to make money um some guy on instagram um messaged me and he's like hey he's like uh you ever considered you know of only fans and uh and the lunch boxes too yeah shout out to the lunch boxes Scotty. thank you uh he's like have you ever considered you know only fans and i'm like man that's that would be a cash venture only you know what i mean because of takes a certain amount and if i'm doing that for another guy especially i want cash Right, right, yeah. like you know what I mean. So he's like, "Well, you're hot, you're hot AF, and like, oh yeah, oh, would you, oh yeah, would you be able to make some for my private collection? I'll pay you a hundred bucks." And I'm like, "We're we're going more than a hundred bucks here, but you know, like, yeah, I need it, I need more, dude. I I can get into that because like, so first yeah. off, my name is Christopher Olive. That's my full name. I took yeah. the last half Topher. If you read it carefully, but people split it up as Top Hero Live. <laughs> Which that that gets me some very 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 interesting DMs on Instagram. I bet ninety nine point nine 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 percent male, like all of them are male, and it's like they get they're direct, dude. Like those guys are direct. Like yeah, hey hey yeah. big boy, like 
you want to throw me around like you throw that sandbag oh and you're like <laughs> oh my god oh boy. <laughs> like, so oh boy so buddy's like buddy's like a thousand bucks and as soon as i said as soon as i said a thousand bucks i'm like that'd be like a thousand bucks right and he's like that's a lot to pay he's like i'd consider it all right and then he got back to me and he's like this is what i want right he's like i want you to i want you to moan my name and i'm like oh boy that's the weirdest part about all this right and because then he's like i want i want you like choking your chicken in in a in a porta potty on site like like i haven't done that before bro like uh, fuck i do that for free man you know like shit you know like Fuck, and I'm like, is that it? Coveralls, you know, in a work truck. And I told my boss, because I'm like, you know what? Like, hey, this is a good time to ask for a raise. Either you're paying me or he is, bro. This guy you know? is. <laughs> you know, like, you know like, and, and my boss told me to get fucked and, and basically gave me the finger. I'm like, every truck about to be sticky up in this bitch, right? Like, <laughs> you have no idea what's coming, bro, at me. But, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, fucking, man. And, and we were talking, man, and, like, I'm already playing with the damn thing for free, right? I'm, it's already in my head. You know, why not make a little bit of money off? Right, like uh, the moaning the name part's a little bit weird for me, but like, yeah. whatever, you know. I'll think it's not of my weird. It's just ex- you're just experimenting. Yeah, yeah. I think of my <laughs> sister, or my wife, or something. You know. Yeah, like, just experimenting. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So whatever, man. You know, we're still working it out. We're still talking. I'm still thinking it over. You know, a thousand bucks yeah. is a thousand bucks. You know, like. Yeah, sounds, like a, sounds like a pretty decent trade agreement. I need a new dishwasher. But when I posted that video, when I posted that video, it was like the bat signal went up in the air for, for the gays, right? The bat signal went up in the form of a dick, and I got so many oh, messages. Dude, they, like, when I posted, like, I posted the worst one that got me was I made a skit about being a big guy. Like, because as a big guy, you go out in public, you're always going to get the dude like, oh, you're a big dude. Like, you know, how big are you? How much you weigh? You know, and, like, all these comments, like, yeah you are a big boy like like (laughs) like the sweating emoji and you're like here it goes and soon enough here come the dms it's like like my girlfriend like i just worry about like people messaging i'm like let's dive into these messages and look what yeah like it's all dudes and they're so direct like they're straight that's one thing about those guys is they are straight shooters oh yeah right for the right for it for a bunch of guys who aren't straight they're fucking straight you know oh they are right to business no right to the business well, I had a guy on my Snapchat messaging me. His name was ML. And every day he'd send me, I called it the Daily D the or DD. He, I had to be the Daily Dick Pick, the DDP. And uh, and I just opened it just to get rid of the notification. I knew what it was, right? I was like, oh, yeah. Here we go. And then and then one day he stopped, right? And I, I messaged him like, bro, you good? You okay? Like, I haven't heard from you in a while. You know, it's been a couple weeks. And uh, a couple weeks later, he sends, starts it up again. He quite literally erected from the dead. Started up again. And then I started talking to him, right? I'm like, how you doing, man? What's going on? How you doing, man? And we're just trying to talk. And he's like, dude, send me a picture of you lying in your bed right now. Send me a picture of you in your coveralls. So I'm like, man, I'm just talking, you know, like I'm good, bro. I'm good. <laughs> I'm the last good. the last pic I received from him was with him um sucking on let's call it a lollipop. Another dude's lollipop. And um <laughs> you're going, okay. I, 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 I took him off. I unfriended him on Yeah, dude, there's like, there's man, I have a do you know who uh, Caleb Francis is on, on Instagram? No. Um, um, he's a he's kind of a comedian. He's he's pretty big on there. But he I've talked and I've seen a lot of his like videos. He'll be on stories of like just stop guys sending me pictures 
Like he said, it got to the point where it was like he won't open his request because it's just dudes. Like here it is. Like and he's like, no one wants to see that. No, no one's like, like mm, yummy. You know, like no one cares, dude. So I, I I made a joke about it. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to look at pictures of my sister to like, you know, uh, in order to you know <laughs> remain hard, right? Like when when I I can't do it when I'm looking at this guy, right? And then, and it was, the joke was, right? The joke was, well, like, you know, the good news is I'm not gay, but I might be into incest, right? And, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And then, and then oh, but my boy. brother, I have a brother, he's 41, and he's gay. I'm like, I should try oh, it with okay. a picture of my brother. See if it's, if it's you know, wh wh which <laughs> one it is. Is it incest or is it gay? It's gay incest. This it could work out. You door know? number like, one or door number two. Door number one or number two, <laughs> or is it door number three, which is both? You know. Yeah, then, right? you're, then it, you're really in trouble. Yeah, yeah. It was like, <laughs> yeah. oh shit, man. Like this is awkward. It's hard. What the fuck, you know? <laughs> My brother. Oh yeah, we talked about that on live with Kylie here. Don't make me get the measuring tape. My brother's got a, a twelve. It's a foot long. Right. It's, it's big. And uh, we were joking around about how, like, you know, no woman can actually take a 12 incher. Right. Like they're not they're not built like that. And they're like, that's why he's gay, because the men's rectum is like fucking two miles long. Yeah, he's, right. He's probably, it's, it's just impossible for the, the opposite species. It's just it's not. happening. Yeah. Yeah, man. So anyway, it's fucking weird how you can make money on the Internet. Yeah, it's, it's very weird, like <laughs> like the the kind of pro progression of, of uh, yeah, kind of like we were saying, some of these people are making millions of dollars just like posting pictures of themselves. It's just wild. I think the majority make nothing. Like that's kind of how OF is kind of like a, a big pyramid scheme. Like these people, you should sign up, you know, you can make passive income. Most of the, the, the guys and girls on there are making maybe 200 bucks a month, you know, like, yeah. but uh, it, it's wild how people are able to, um, luckily TikTok now, because they're more competitive with like pay per view, like you know, per thousand views you get paid on my videos now. If it's a minute long, have you seen that? Like the the a new program they rolled out, like the creativity program. I'm Canadian, so, remember? I, I, I oh yeah, so, over by so I'm not sure yeah. if it's there, but yeah, pretty much it's it's a lot more competitive with YouTube now, which kind of ties back to now I can kind of pick and choose with companies a lot better than I was before. Like maybe I've been more desperate for like. You know, I'm not really wanting to work with this company, but I need a thousand bucks to pay rent. But now it's like, you know, I can kind of be really selective with um, since TikTok is actually paying you properly, which is nice. You know, I really don't want to do this for another dude, but I need a new dishwasher, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, yeah, I hope it never gets to that point. But yeah, it's just like, yeah, I want the, I need a new refrigerator. refrigerator. <laughs> I just hope it doesn't come back to my kids. or <laughs> Oh, dude. Oh my God. I was asked today about it again. And so many people have made a good point. What if he uses that? What if he puts it out there? You know, That's he can destroy like, you with that. Right. It, and yeah. And one, I'm like, could he pick one? Yeah. Like I think it just takes one kind of like with Drake. Like you see the whole Drake thing. Where, I saw where, it. That, how did yeah. you not see that thing? Yeah. I did not right? see like, it. <laughs> I didn't yeah, want to see it, but it, there it was, you know? <laughs> yeah. She'll, it's like, <laughs> well my wife my wife showed me right and when she showed me i didn't want to see a dude's dick but like my wife showed me right and then like i'm like i don't want to and then she pop, it popped up and then it popped up right and but like it's like a it's like a car wreck right it's like a train wreck you know what once you see it you're not you can't unwatch it it's like is that dude like is that soft what the fuck is that man like what Damn, drake like it looks like a, it looks pretty thin though 
right? Like, is it just me or did it look pretty thin? Yeah, I'm not sure. Is it like it's kind of hard to tell? Like, kind of like optical illusion with cameras and stuff. So, like, you never know. But it was pretty it, grainy. Pretty, pretty impressive, regardless. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's it made like, you me feel inadequate. It. Yeah, I respect it, but it made me feel inadequate for sure. You know, like yeah, you, you kind of like you kind of like you know like beaten dog walk away after seeing that. Yeah, my my wife's like. I'm like, did you hear about Drake's video? She's like, oh, I heard about it. And I'm like, oh yeah. Like, did you did did you watch it? You like, didn't see it. Did oh, you? <laughs> I watched it. I watched it. And I was like, oh shit. You're like, really? you still love me, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> oh my god. So they're like, if he uses that and puts it out there, that could destroy you, right? And I'm like, how could this destroy me? Right, like if he if he says it's nice and he puts it out there and other people see it, this could be advertising, free advertising. He paid for it, right? It could be free advertising. You know how many other dudes out there would be like, "Hey, I want some of that. I want some of that video. I want yeah. some of them pictures." You know, like yeah. come show me. I, I think it like, was was it Snoop Dogg that I think I was watching. Uh, there's a, a new funny podcast called Nightcap with like Shannon Sharp and Ocho Cinco. Yeah. And it's called, yeah. And they, they were reviewing like Snoop Dogg got offered like a hundred million and all he had to do is take a picture of it. Shut up. I want a hundred million to take a picture. That's the million. level. That's the level. And, I and want they're, to be. yeah. And they're, and they're like, would you, and they both said no, um, because I think they're pretty financially like they're, you know, retired NFL players with pretty big platforms. So maybe it's a different perspective, but I'm like, you can't ask that question to like you know an average guy because they're like the Kelsey billion? brothers. Oh no, that's uh, Ocho Cinco. Uh, oh, he was a Bengals receiver, and yeah. then um, Shannon Sharp played for like the the Denver Broncos for Ocho Cinco, the guy who changed his name to his jersey number. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him yeah, yeah. dances the dances all the time. It's a really funny podcast. Yeah, it's pretty funny, but they they dive into a lot of that. I listen to the Kelsey brothers podcast now. I fucking you know. Hey, shout out to Taylor Swift. She even got me watching football. So, <laughs> yeah, people are wondering, like, why is it? Why are they always showing her? I'm like, because she brought half a million dollars in just one season to the Chiefs did, in the NFL. Did you see the new Cetaphil uh, video? That it's a Super Bowl ad. Oh yeah, the little oh, yeah. girl is getting ready for the Super Bowl, watching the Super Bowl with her dad. Yeah. Look, look, mom. There's like, Taylor's boyfriend. He's on the field. You know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that's why. Like at the end of the day, like the NFL is all about, all about the guala. They, 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 they're marketing geniuses. They've taken the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing and ran with it, man. Like, good for them. You know, the N I'm a big fan of the NHL. Not really anymore. The NHL's trash, but like, uh, the NHL should take notes really on, on how to do a celebrity romance, right? Like that's, yeah. that's crazy. Most other leagues would have just kind of like, no, shut that out. But they show her every chance they can. Look how many fans new fans to the game they brought in just by showing taylor swift yeah because ratings were going down like people yep. weren't watching anymore they're kind of like it's it, like why would i want to watch this and then all of a sudden there's some sort it's almost like the kardashians are you know like oh there's a little bit of drama here now like there's a little bit of like what are they talking are they dare are they, is he gonna ask her to marry her at the super bowl so people are kind of tuning in because of that rumor Oh um, shit! Can you imagine? So like I, she just wrapped up her shows in Japan here today. She's gonna be at the Super Bowl tomorrow. So, so I saw a funny skit. Uh, this guy on TikTok did where it was like, if the Chiefs lose, like what what Taylor Swift will do? It'll be like her walking away to a helicopter, and and uh, uh, Travis is like, no, like we're supposed to get married, and she's like, you lost the game, like, and she just like steps on the helicopter and like 
flies off and is never to be seen again. You know, like you're puts out a new album. <laughs> yeah, like you're supposed to win and ask me to and ask you know ask me to get married, but you lost the game. And it's just like the plan fell apart, and it's just like really dramatic, and she flies off. You know. Speaking of which, anyone listening right now, the game you just lost it. Remember that in the game, you, you lost the game. So, um, what Kylie down there said back to the Drake thing: teenage Degrassi dreams, eh? Like wheelchair Jimmy coming back to put someone else in a wheelchair with that monster, you know? Like yeah, you, nobody. At a certain point, right at a certain point, that. it's just like you need to conceal carry. <laughs> like it's just like that thing, you know? Like well, he's Canadian. Point, I mean, geez, it's like, I don't even know. I can't comprehend, you know, with that much power. He is he is Canadian, right? We don't have open care. We don't even have the right to fucking bear. You know what I mean? We. I'm pretty sure, like, they ban anything with rifle. Like, Black Rifle Coffee, that shit's banned. Bye. Even the product, really. <laughs> oh, uh, when they were um, banning weapons, they, they just went with anything with a rifle. They actually banned Black Rifle Coffee. They, that, that's pretty huge. They're huge here. Yeah. Like, I have a friend, yeah. that buddy, that Caleb Francis actually um, works for them down in Texas, I believe, and, like, is, like, does a lot of content for them. And, um, yeah, they actually have, they're, like, gas stations everywhere here. Like, uh, they have Expressos and pretty good, too. It's a shame. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah, man. Do you Fucking... guys drink a lot of energy drinks up there? Oh, yeah. Like, especially blue-collar workers, of course. And I don't drink any, right? That's a part of the spending money thing, and my body's a temple. Only McDonald's and pizza for this guy, right? So, Only the good nutrition. That's right. Only the good stuff. Yeah, I, I got That's cheese, what cracks me about, like, meat. When, I was, when I was doing masonry, it's funny, like, with the energy drink talk, like, I'd have, like, a, a white monster or, you know, a bang energy when they came out. And, like, there'd be that guy, Brian, like, smoking a Newport, like... <laughs> You know those things are terrible for you, right? And you're like, okay, Brian. Like, I just watched you suck down like 14 Newports today, and like, you drink on the job. Like, I've worked with so many Masons that were like, at lunchtime, like, yeah, let me just have like five Tall Boys, and then go like somehow try to make your your chimney straight. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh fuck, um, man. Um, I, I got, you know, I don't want to keep you too much longer. You know? No, you're let's, good, let's man. Keep, oh, okay. Well, fuck, let's keep going then. I don't fucking care. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got like nothing talking. else to do. <laughs> Me either. Um, so, um, like, who are, like, and I hope you say the right names. Uh, <laughs> who are some of your favorite blue-collar content creators? Like, do you, who, who do you follow? Who do you watch? Who, you know? Um, I follow, I definitely follow Jesse, the Mason. I love um, Jesse. Yeah, I love Jesse's content. Um, that I dude's a monster. He's like six foot eight. Yeah, he's a tall dude. He's a yeah. tall dude, man. Yeah, he's a tall dude. I like his content too because like I can really relate to like because I used to do the job, so I think I can really like like I know exactly what he's talking about, so that helps. Um, who else as far as blue collar? Um, yeah, I'm kind of having like an epiphany. I follow so many accounts. I'm like trying to run through my head who I follow. <clears throat> Dick Frost. <laughs> Dick Frost is a new one. I follow him. <laughs> what up? <laughs> yeah, who else do I follow? Uh, who's the guy that does like the? Uh, I don't know if he's Canadian or if he's from like Wisconsin, but he does like the. Um, you betcha! Right, he like he does like the oh yeah, and like he he plays the role of like a foreman. He's pretty good. Um, Southern Dad, I follow Southern Dad. He's done some blue collar stuff. He's pretty. I you know follow who that Southern is. Dad. Yep. Southern yep. Dad. Um, I follow another guy that does like skits with like for like tools. He'll like play the role as like DeWald or Milwaukee. Oh, uh, Willis. Willis, um, yeah. Willis, I um, love that guy, man. 
He yeah, followed me funny. back a couple months ago, man. Yeah, I he's, love kind, that he's kind of like a dad that like he tucks in his shirt and he's like his gut will be hanging out and he kind of just is like playing the role as uh, you just like <laughs> playing the role as like uh, Milwaukee or the Walt. He's or like tax season. He has some really funny skid. Do you uh, follow Grayson Magaha? I do not know. Oh my god, Grayson Magaha is like one of my favorite people on the internet, and we become good friends. He was on the podcast. Amazing guy. Um, he's like the self-titled, I think, I think it's self-titled. Sorry, Grayson. Uh, the night shift champion of the world. Cause he spent 20 years on night shift and, 20 years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And now just like you, you know, he's been able to put work aside and just go full-time content creation. Right. Which is great for him. He, now he gets I to be a day, day walker. Right. And kills it with the stickers, kills it with the merch and stuff. Uh, great guy. But he talks a lot about like, and we talked about this, you know, um, uh, if all you're going to do is offer money, the companies, if all they're going to do is offer money, I can make that anywhere. What, what makes you stand out from the rest of the other companies, right? Like, what are your benefits like? You know, like, are you going to have like, like crew bonding things like, you know, not field trips or anything like that, but like, are we going to, you know, um, have pizza days? It sounds corny, but you know what I mean? Um, if all you're going to offer is money, I can make that anywhere. What do you offer that I can't get somewhere else? You know, and and that's kind of what the mentality was. We were kind of hitting on it earlier with millennials and, and between millennials and Gen Z. Uh, you know, Gen Z is not lazy. We talked about this a lot. How this new worker coming up, everyone's like, oh, they're lazy. They're they don't want to work. It's not that they don't want to work. It's not that they're lazy. They watched what the millennials did. Right. The millennials learn from their parents, the boomers who are like, you got to show up every day. You got to clock in early. You got to clock out late yep. and, 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 and pull your weight. Be a yes man. Like you said earlier, be a yes man. And the company will take care of you. They don't do that no more. Right. They don't know. It, it's no longer. It's like, it's like the pipe dream, you know, the, yeah. um, I think this new generation is not lazy at all. I think they just need to be more like stimulated. Right. I mean, like exactly. they're just not will. They're not willing to do. Like, like they, they know their worth. Like I, I truly believe too. Also, you need to. You got to take the hit. Like when you're younger, you gotta, you gotta be a little bit of a yes man. You gotta, you know, work for the boss yeah. and work hard. Yeah. And and maybe you, it work sucks anyways. Like you know, I do things all the time I don't want to do. But like you said, I think um, people are starting to realize, like, you know, maybe this job that's paying me with no benefits isn't worth it. Like. And kind of touching on that too, if the job is paying you a bunch of money, but they're not giving you any health care, they're not like you hate your life at the job, you're away from your family way too long, um, you kind of have to start weighing those things out. You know, it's like, is is my life goal just money or is it like quality of life? You know, there's a difference. That's what Boom, I had Boom Nation, you know Boom Nation, right? Boom yep, Nation yeah, yeah, yeah. and the trench. I had Boom Nation on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. And that's what they said. That's what he said. You know, they're putting more value, like our parents, like the boomers, they put value into let's make as much money as we can, buy a house and and get ahead, right? We gotta get ahead. We gotta own our house by this age and a car and money in the bank. And <clears throat> they put they put value on other shit. Whereas kids these days, right, they're putting value on experience. Well, yeah, I want to make the money. But I, I'm looking at the millennials who, who are trying to grind it out like their parents did, and it got them nowhere, right? Like, 
if I'm going to show up every day, clock in at a company and, and not get anywhere, what's the point? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I'll work for you. But on my terms, I'm coming to work. I'm not going to work the overtime that you want me to work. I'm going to fuck off and I'm going to go on vacation. And when I can afford it, I'll go on there and I want to leave. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. My whole life isn't going to be the nine to five or whatever the yeah. hell they're working. Right. My, my, my life is going to be more than just work. And I admire that. I can't do that myself, but I admire that, you know? Yeah. I think, I think certain people maybe kind of live off that. Um, they need that stimulus of work. Like, workaholics you know like people some people just need that duty and they like to go to work they like i know people that don't have to work but they just do it because they enjoy it you know and that that's a whole nother thing too um like, like you said uh, the point of i'm gonna come to work uh, but I'm, I'm gonna go on my vacations and i'm not gonna kill myself for this company um because i i know deep down that you're kind of just trying to hit your profits or um yeah. which i think it's important to really be in a company that you really believe in um and you're not just there for that paycheck like you know and at the end of the day you know that's kind of what you have to do sometimes but i think our generation is kind of realizing like you know i can be my own boss right i can do this or i can start my own company or you know there, there's other avenues out there now because of the I, I think the internet has a lot of negatives but also has a lot of positives um, 100%. The fact, just like like this i wouldn't be on this podcast without the internet or you know i wouldn't have a podcast without the internet exactly yeah you wouldn't have any extra income um and people build, I mean, like, I've, I've never thought that I could build a business off just social media or, you know, growing up, you think just a business is a physical location. Like, it, it's just like, Here that's I what am you think right of it. off my phone. Exactly. Like, the, you're, if you told someone back in 1960, like, you're going to have this device in your hand that can make you money. And like, that will be your business. They're like, what are you talking about? You know, like, you got to have a building, you got to have, you know, it's like, we live in a very interesting time. Yep, absolutely. Look what Kylie said down there. My brother said, yeah, money is great, but our parents are in their 60s and have broken bodies, right? Like, you know, um, and that's another thing, you know, they're trying to up the the retirement age to 70. What are you going to do, retire at 70 and die yeah. a week later? Well, yeah, like by the time you start to retire, your body starts to retire. Oh, well, here's the thing, and I say this a lot. So the average person lives to be 70 to 80 years old, Right. At 35 to 40, you're halfway there. I'm half dead now, man. Like halfway. I'm, yeah, I'm in my midlife very, crisis. This that's kind of a scary, yeah, scary thing to look at it. And I think life goes by faster than people think. And like, there's a, you know, a lot of it, the, the quotes and the stuff are a little bit cliche, but it's true. Like with, you know, just kind of working your life away and showing up to a job and just kind of pandering about life. Like pretty soon you're going to wake up and you're going to be 60 and been like, I never tried anything that I wanted to shit like that's a scary i think that's a scary i think that's 10 times scarier than than failing in a business and like going bankrupt is is being that person yep. that never tried anything i'm not saying you have to you know everybody wants to be an astronaut or a movie star but like you know what i mean like never just sitting there and at night and like talking to your your wife or whoever and being like i want to try this and just like going for it like okay let's start it and if it doesn't work out then that's okay but i think at the end of, the, of your life if you sit there and you're like i never tried anything i just kind of clocked in and did the job that was kind of easy for me and never really challenged myself. Like that's terrifying yep. to me. Yep. I like, I like my job. Like, mm -hmm. um, I, there are certain aspects of it that I wish I could change or were different. And, and, and some of that is self-inflicted. Like I, I know what I have to do if I want to get to the next level mm -hmm. of my job, like that, the, the door is open for me. 
right? Like I just totally. have to walk through it. Um, it's been offered to me many times. I, I, I don't know if I want to take it just yet, but I'm, I'm definitely thinking about it more, but I like my job. I like what I do. And you yeah. know what? It's helped me create some, some pretty amazing content, right? Like if it wasn't for where I'm at right now, I wouldn't be uh, making content, right? Because a yeah. lot of companies when I first started were like, hey, keep that phone away. Don't bring that phone out. Um, yeah, we talked yeah. about this with Jesse last week. Blue Collar has a horrible marketing problem, right? They can't oh, yeah, market like, for shit. No, like you don't even know. The only time you know about a guy is like usually through word of mouth or like the sticker on his truck. And it's like yep. because of yep. that, like like I remember doing masonry like back and this was not too many, too long ago, like 2019. You know, like if you got your phone out, like even we were at like the grocery store for like getting our bread, like put your phone away, kid. It's like, okay, you know, like you didn't. You know, they didn't really think to be like, maybe we'll set a phone up with a tripod and just go live and like people can just watch it. There's people on, on TikTok with thousands in the chat just like watching someone. I get, you know, like you sit there and watch a guy build something. You're just like enamored, you know? Like like the, the fucking trick shot people, right? Like, oh my gosh, yeah. People. Those ping pong ball people. Yeah. <laughs> those are ridiculous. Yeah. Like hitting off like 10 pans in the kitchen and, and, you, and like, they'll have 12,000 people in there. Oh yeah, man. He misses every shot, but it's that one people are waiting for. And I'm like, I found myself on the toilet for like an hour one time, just waiting for this guy to finally get that ball in the pot. And I'm like, You're come like, on, I gotta this, get up. It, it, like, I, this <laughs> my legs are hurting, but I can't. Stop. There, there's people that like that. Do you remember when the the uh, NPC lives were going on? Oh shit! It's rack season. What's up? Oh, what was that now? Do you remember the NPC lives that were going on where people are like, like acting like a robot? Did you see those? No. There were people like paying their rent supposedly like so like an npc in a video game you know like they're very automated and like thank you very yeah. much like there's people acting like that for hours and they're like just sitting and like the chat would put like you know like chocolate It'd be like mm, yummy chocolate and they just sit there for like hours acting like a robot and twelve thousand people will be in there gifting them <laughs> like they're paying their rent through like through oh I'm just, like, dude <laughs> i had a buddy this year make I don't know if he wants me to talk about it or not. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to say who it was, but they went live a lot and they battled nonstop. Yeah, and yeah, they made 120 grand US on TikTok live battling. Yeah, the, the amount of money on there that is just silly. It's just, it's just like, like I said, like when I started to really get that income from TikTok, I almost didn't believe it. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. But like, yeah, it's uh, the amount of people that, can get paid on there for not doing anything like i'm not like i actually work for my a lot of my content you know it's not super easy to make sometimes but there's yeah. some people on there that just like will sit in the live and they will just like pour like like pour like syrup on their head for like hours <laughs> i get a knife all right here's a here's yeah there's people it's, it's mind-blowing like people will be on there in that chat watching someone pour honey and syrup on their head for five hours and they're gifting them galaxies and, you know, all those like. I'd do that for a galaxy. I'd do it for a lion. Hell. Or whatever. I, I don't know what that is. Does that give you like a hundred bucks or. A galaxy or a lion? A lion gives you $400. No way. Yeah. I've gotten two of them in one live once and it was on times two the gifting. So that was worth twice the amount. Some guy. Okay. Some guy last spring paid me two grand to shave my mustache on live. And, and he's like, just do it. And you're like, okay. So the deal was, I want two universes, right? Okay. Shape. And he said, and this is a great deal. He said, how about you give me your, your PayPal? 
and I'll send you the what it's worth. That way, TikTok doesn't steal their cut. Okay. I'm like, like bro, right. that's that's beautiful. And plus, yeah. he's also losing his money too, right? So he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'm gonna give it to the machine. So he he uh, he sent me uh, two grand to shave my mustache. And I'm like, yeah, this it'll grow back in a week. I don't give a shit. The you best know, deal like, ever. Yeah, you know, best deal. So ever. I didn't know that. I didn't know the galaxy. So that's why I'm wondering why these people are like, you know, just on live like thirst trapping and just they're just making bang, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. So I, I, there's a insane. new thing they rolled out subscriptions I've seen on TikTok for yep. live. Yeah, I've seen like that too, I thought yeah. about doing that. I didn't know. I asked my followers kind of like what they thought. I think it's kind of weird for me personally. Like I feel like it's kind of wrong to make people pay to like see certain videos I put out. Like, have you seen like on Instagram like people can. You know, like kind of yeah. like your subscription, like a Patreon. I, I, like a Patreon. I, I get it, yeah. but like at the same time, I'm just like, my content's not that level where I'm gonna make no. you pay to watch. Like, who am I to be like, gotta pay to watch my 30 second clip that took me a minute to make? Like, you know, I don't know. Do you ever see that girl? I, I can't remember her name on TikTok where she's pregnant right now, but she her husband does the green screen. He wears the green suit and she like dances and like freezes in the air and then like will move mm. around and do weird, crazy weird. stuff. And then she'll do like another video showing you how it was done. And he's a green screen expert. Her videos are phenomenal, man. Like I, I sit there when I watch her videos, I'll see one of her videos come across my FYP. I'll go down her profile and I'll watch everything I've watched already again. I'm just like, this I is think amazing. I, know you're I think it's the, is he the guy that like, he'll put like pillows in his pants and act like he has like, like a really big butt. Have you seen that guy? I uh, does. Yes, I have. He, seen do, he does. He does green screen stuff too. It's not know. him though. Okay. It's not him. So it's just, I've never seen who you're talking about, but yeah, there's some, yeah. there's some high level content on like, it's surprising like you'll you'll literally see like movie level um i had a buddy nick here in coeur his name nick peterson on instagram he does gym content but has like a super sick like sony camera setup like 4k like movie like level and just for his gym videos and like he's made a, a living kind of just doing that um and just like yeah you go on TikTok, you'll see people's skills you're like this is this took you hours to edit yeah you know or like they're they're out on a mountain doing some video and like it makes you it inspires you because like i need to get out there and like who, who why can't i set up my phone outside and make a little skit like that's not that hard compared to this guy just there's a guy that uh discovered deadlift that like he'll bring a barbell and plates to like on top of a mountain have you seen that guy no i've never he, seen that guy. he'll like he'll bring like a whole barbell and some plates and like do deadlifts in the middle of like a mountain creek or like in the middle of a spring like way like you know on the beach somewhere like it's pretty interesting that's pretty cool um you know who makes high level videos crazy editing jack black yeah he does some crazy yeah man like he never he doesn't do his own editing probably but i mean no. you know like he definitely yeah, pays level, someone he got jack black money he yeah that, that level of, money. the level of uh like entertainment now just on TikTok alone like i was talking to my mom about this people used to have to go to like talent agencies to get seen and like yeah. acting school now companies go on TikTok and they just scroll like we do and go this guy's pretty interesting why don't Dude. we reach out and hit like there's a guy that does food reviews and hyundai gave him a brand new car because like he was always doing his food reviews this guy was like living in his car doing food reviews and they saw it was a hyundai and they're like hey man like let's give you a new car and like get you paid it's like yeah. right on good for that dude you know like it's super cool to see people's lives change um 
you know, maybe people that are doing fitness stuff and like diet coaching before they're, they're handing out stuff door to door, they're going to the gyms they're scraping by, they post a couple videos yeah. and boom, it's like thousands of clientele. Do you know who uh, Bentelect is on TikTok? Bentelect, I do know. Yep. Bentelect was on the podcast here oh, way back, I think in the teens somewhere. And um, he was telling me, we were talking about uh, this exact thing. He's like, yo, man, people used to move to L.A. just to get discovered, right? And he's like, people out here becoming full-blown stars in their living room now. Like, look at Call Me Chris. I don't know if you know who Call Me Chris is. Mm-hmm. She's Canada's. She's Canada. She belongs to Canada. She's from Vancouver. She, came up, she's a, she was a hairdresser. Full-blown star in her living room. I think she's worth a few million dollars now. Yeah, it's it's wild to think. Like, sometimes I, it's even wild to think, like, you know, you probably the same way. Like, you post a video, it gets millions and millions of views. That's millions of people seeing you. Like, from you in Canada or me in rural North Idaho, it's like, and then you go out and then it's kind of like for me going out to dinner or something and I sit down and like someone's like, dude, love your stuff. And you're like, I forgot, I forgot I even posted that. <laughs> like, But you know, you, you, you are impacting people, which is again, kind of back to that point. You got to be careful with the message you put out. Like if you're just a hateful person, because there are a lot of people on there just talk about this a hate, lot, hateful content. Like you have sit here and you've made your whole day about like, how can I bring this group of people down or this group of people down? And it's like, I don't know. I would not for me, definitely. But yeah, you got to be careful. We talk about this a lot, man. Uh, you get those people, you know, who I don't. I didn't even know what doxing was until TikTok. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is doxing, right? And yeah, and this? and if let's say you have a hundred thousand people, it doesn't even have to be a hundred thousand. Ten thousand people, not even that. Two thousand people. You don't know the mental health and stability of that many people that follow you. You don't know how far someone that's following you and loves your shit and idolizes you basically uh, is willing to go in the name of you. You know what I mean? So you're like, you make a video about someone. You're like, oh, I don't like this person. This person just did this to me or said this about me. Yada yada yada, and, and they put their shit on there. You don't know. Uh, so this takes me back to a couple of different conversations, right? You don't know how far they're willing to go for you. If they're willing mm-hmm. to get violent, if they're willing to. Yeah. Kill. You can start. Yeah. Start like uproars and like crazy. Like I, right? had, I didn't even. So one time I had a guy comment on my video, like, you know, your, your videos suck. This is stupid. And I'm like, whatever. It's just another, like I get those all the time. And before I know it, I, I clicked on his profile to kind of see who commented. You know, sometimes I do that. I'm like, who is this guy? I click on it. He's got like 100 followers. All his videos have about 10 views. But before I know it, there's like 20,000 views on all his videos. And all of the comments are repeating what he commented online. Like, your video suck, your video suck. And like, people are like, we got you. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I did not no. tell you to go and do not do that. Like, nope. yeah. And- so, but yeah, so... um this goes back to a couple different conversations. There's that mixed in with what uh, King Canuck Benny Benny said to me one time. Um, he said, uh, when, when people see you on the street, they see you before you see them. They already know who you are. You have no yeah. idea who they are, yeah. right? And with him, he, he, he gets a lot of hate. Well, no, this is, this is different. That's not Bentelect. Uh, oh, oh. A different talking, person. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were talking about Ben. Like I'm like that guy. I've seen some videos where people are like yeah. straight up mad about his 
yeah like, Dang, dude, like, yeah you guys are taking this personal so you know? so benny said to me he's like they see you first they know who you are you have no idea who they are you don't know if you're gonna get a hello or a punch in the face right yeah and and that's that's huge. That's why I try not to piss too many people off when I when I comment back. And you know, um, by what you said earlier about you know when a video goes viral and you get the hate comments, you don't succeed to them, right? Um, that I made a video to 2020, 2021 or 2020, I think it was. I made a video and it was like um, this girl. She made a video and I stitched it and she said the no, I used her sound. Sorry, I used her sound. It said the hardest part about the pandemic or the saddest part about the pandemic is no more free samples at Costco. Right. And I and I was in Costco and I was like kind of sad dancing in the aisle. And I said the hardest part. And people commented by the hundreds. It was my first viral video. People commented by the hundreds and were like, yeah, because the saddest part wasn't my grandma dying. Right. And I was just like, oh my God. And I commented go. back and I'm like, sorry about your grandma, right? Sorry, I didn't mean to step on your toes, yada yada yada. Now I'd probably say something smart, like I'm sure it had nothing to do with the fact that she was 90. I'm sure it wasn't the cancer that killed her instead of <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, you know, I'd probably say shit like that. But back then it was like I didn't want to step on any toes. This was all new, you know, I'd never gotten that many comments that quickly before, yeah. right? And uh man, yeah, it's just wild just wild but to another part of this conversation but you know it's 12 million people looking at you it's 10 million people looking at you right it doesn't i i'm not in this for the numbers anymore i'm in it because i enjoy it and it's fun and if yeah a hundred people yeah. see the video it's yeah whatever. I, I do not care about like like obviously for me like when a video does well i'm gonna it's gonna help my my, yeah. my income on tiktok and stuff which is you know i look yeah. at but when people are like those are my friends or whoever, but dude, that's crazy. That video got fired. What's it feel like to go by? I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like I just posted, it, it doesn't feel, maybe the first, the first time I'll admit, I was like, whoa, like the this world. is crazy, you know? And then, but then you kind of just become accustomed to like, it's really not that important. Like if 2000 people see it and they laugh, that's, that means the same to me as 10 million. Yeah. You know, like, and yep. it, like kind of back to the point of uh, where people, you don't know how they take your content. Like I'll post like literally, in the caption like a comical skit like i posted one about like people that that take too long to deadlift like a skit about like people that are too exuberant before they pull something yeah and so many people were like all that for that and like they they thought it was real and i'm like did you not read the caption that said like the joke like pov you know or something like that like people there's a lot of people out there that like just completely miss all signs which yep. makes you like kind of worried like Man, even if I say this is a joke, this is a skit, some people will think it's real. A hundred percent. Everybody, man, I can't believe how many people like don't realize yet. I, I stopped taking things I've seen on TikTok and heard on TikTok or the internet in general as Bible, right? People are spewing shit that they don't believe in for the sake of views and likes. You know what I mean? Like they'll literally say the dumbest thing because they know uh, it'll start an argument in a comment section somewhere, right? And like, it's crazy. One time I, I made a video and I had to drive 45 minutes back to camp because I didn't have a prop that I wanted. I wanted a fruit by the foot, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I grabbed a fruit by the foot and it actually added the video. So many comments about fruit by the foot were in there. I'm like, see, there you go. I ate a Kit Kat bar the wrong way one time, like a regular chocolate bar. 
that caused some controversy. It didn't matter what I was saying in the video. All they concentrated on was the way I ate that Kit Kat bar. Right. And people pick you apart. Like, I've had people comment like on like, like, why is your hair like that? Or like, like, why is your mustache doing that? Like, you need to trim your mustache. Like, I get people, they'll, they'll be like a video that's like super funny. And some guy will be like, trim your mustache. It's on your lip. And it's like, dude, like, out of the whole video, you're just sitting there like focusing on that one hair. Yeah. Like, yeah. Know, yeah. Well, that's part of the reason why I have a mustache. Why my character has a mustache. I never had mm-hmm. a mustache before. Dick Frost was born, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I literally started it to look as ridiculous as I could, you know. And then at uh, last year, two years ago, I trimmed it up by accident. I did it this way. When I trimmed it up, one side was uneven from the other. And oh, I did. Oh, buddy, I left <laughs> it that way on purpose for months, right? And because that's all people, your, your mustache is uneven. People would come into my lives. Your mustache is uneven. Why is your mustache uneven? Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> it's doing its job. You're here commenting, yeah. buddy. Well, you don't understand. You, you probably it's... get the glasses too, right? Like people are like, what are the glasses you're wearing? Oh, like, yeah. That, that helps uh, with the code usage too. Like if you get a viral yep. video with the heat waves on, people will be like, yep. you know, like, what are those glasses? Are Sometimes I get like sore fingers from like typing my code. I'll like copy and paste it. You know, <laughs> like you're having to like, because people want the sunglasses. And like it, some of those viral videos, you'll get thousands of comments on like, Okay, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. They'll yeah. find it somehow. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not worth it. the seven bucks I'll there. get. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny how my heat wave started, right? Because I was on a rig uh, with a couple rig hands, and rig hands love heat waves or pit oh, vipers. Yeah. They, but they've been heat, heat waves have been more and more popular. And so, um, buddy was wearing them, and I'm like, man, what are those things? Those are ugly, right? And he's like, oh, they're heat waves, bro. New glasses. And and then he knows I'm on TikTok. He's like, you should wear them in your video, uh, in some of your videos. Here, you can have this pair. He's like, I got seven mm-hmm. more in the in, in, in the doghouse. I'm like, okay. I, I put them on. I'm like, these look ridiculous. I put them on. Yeah, I made like, some oh videos. Goodness. They did really well. Two, about a week later, a week and a bit later, tag heat waves in them. Uh, a week later or so, they messaged me and asked me if I wanted to be yeah. an affiliate. I'm like, yeah. Sure, yeah. I guess. Yeah, dude, right? it's pretty cool. I love getting the free yeah. glasses. That's like yeah. my favorite part is getting like the you know who should you you know who the legend is, the concrete guy on TikTok? Yeah, he's the guy and, that swings this swings the yep. hammer with like the left foot. The um, way he walks is Yeah, like he, yeah. he was with uh he yeah. was with blend he was wearing blenders for like I finally commented on his video, I was like, dude, you cause he made a video that was like I don't know if you saw where he's like you know, like I hate you blenders, <laughs> like you haven't helped me out at all, like you haven't sponsored me. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, dude, you need to get with Heatwave, like, because they're going to message back. And like, but yeah. he was wearing blenders for three years in his videos and they never, like, I don't think sponsored him. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Legend and I are talking right now, actually. Uh, he's coming on the podcast at some oh, point. Oh, sweet. Yeah. We're getting Legend on. Him and I are exchanging hats right now. He's sending me one of his. Dude. I'm sending him one of my merch hats. Oh, dude. And- he, he's the king of, uh, of like starting controversy. He'll be like, oh, that's yeah. not how you swing. And he like does that leg kick and do people get in there like, I'd outwork. You would never last a day on my crew, buddy. Whoa, 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 like, whoa. <laughs> I'm a firm believer and we need to work harder, not smarter, right? Yeah, and then people <laughs> think he's serious. I'm like, it is a character he's playing. Yeah. Like, you know, like they don't understand that. Yeah, well, he made it. Did you see the video where that guy had a trailer and he was cleaning leaves up and he was going back and forth with that big hose and Legend made a video about it? And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I commented on it and that's how Legend and I became friends, actually. Well, follow we're mutuals on the thing we're not, I, I, I can't say friends yet yeah, but hopefully um i said 
yeah, plus if I get it done that fast, my wife's going to make me do other shit, right? So, you know, I'm going to take my time with this, right? And yeah, I, I, I have it. Yeah, I love Legend, man. He's he's good stuff, and I can't wait to get him on. You know, it's uh, uh so this is a very blue collar podcast that started out very oil field orientated, but as I got into it, and with Dirty Hands Clean Money, right? Um, so many trades are affiliated with them, right? They're with everybody, and and when I got affiliated with them, it gave me access to the um the group chat with everybody in it. Rough Iron, you follow Rough Iron, you know who mm -hmm. he is. Yep. Yeah, uh, Rough Iron. I was talking to him before that, though. We've been coming around before that. He was on the podcast back in the early days, too. And um, so, you know, um, it gave me access to all these different trades. So now it's oil field and blue collar. And and then if you're not blue collar or oil field um, and I like your content and you make good content, I still want to talk. I, I have people mm -hmm. in here all the time that aren't blue collar or oil field. Right. And it's, you know, it's, I, I mean, podcasting's fun and I just love talking to people. And this is what the whole point of it is to get like, Oh, I'm running into a buddy on the street. I haven't seen in a while. I don't do my homework. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Yeah, I just freestyle it the whole time. And you get the best conversations out of that. But the whole point of it is we people don't know us from our 10, 10 to 30 second long videos, 60 second long videos, right? They don't know shit all about us, right? Get you on a podcast for an hour and a half, two hours. You'll learn pretty quick about who someone is and, and what they believe in and yada, 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 right? Yeah, kind of get them on. It's just, it's super simple. I like that aspect of just kind of a conversationalist rather than like, I hate when things are super like question, like, okay, I got 10 questions for you or after that we're done, you know? It's yeah. Like, I like those pot. That's why I watch certain podcasts because it's kind of just like, you know, like Joe Rogan or whoever, they just kind of start just yapping at each other. They're just, just chilling. Like, yeah. And sometimes it gets heated and super funny or like, you know, sometimes it gets out of hand, but that's like, that's the fun in it is, uh, yeah, man. yeah. And, and, and you can diverse your content. Like I found that with me is, is making, I've made some pretty funny ones about like Carhartt or like, uh, like when you get, caught like wearing Carhartt by a blue collar guy and you're not on the job, you know, or like take that, <laughs> take that off, you know, or, or just making like uh, I made a funny skit about uh, undercover boss or um, just not doing just blue collar stuff. Yeah. Um, cause I think if you do little by little, like, cause I kind of got scared when I got bigger, like to like 200,000 or so. Um, I was like, man, I haven't diverse my content. And I was kind of scared to like make any other video outside of what I was doing. But I kind of just trickled it in week by week. And then soon enough, I kind of got people from all over like, oh, I follow you for like the history skit you made or, you yeah. know, so it, it kind of can help. Like, uh, I think diversing your content can really can be beneficial. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. Um, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to like um, not, not cut you short or anything like that, but like, you know, um, I got to work tomorrow and I don't know if you got to no, work good, tomorrow man. Yeah, or not, but yeah, I'm getting a little tired. No, it's all I, I can see you rocking back and forth. Like you're in a mental institution, you know, like, yeah, uh, yeah get, me, uh, get me in bed. <laughs> um, so I usually wrap the podcast up with one, one last question. And, uh, you know, we, we, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, makes you think a little bit, but I usually wrap it up with one last question. And, uh, it, it's it's uh you know, mount rushmore has you know four of the most influential people in history on the rock you know and uh if you had your own mount rushmore uh people you look up to or inspire to be or that inspire you who would they be and why okay um number one would definitely be my father um just i guess number one and two my my 
in, in really no particular order, my mom and dad, um, just because of the inspiration they've been to me and kind of the, the values they kind of instilled in me just about hard work and um, just really pushing me to, to do what I want to do and, and believe in myself. They never, they always wanted to make sure I enjoyed doing it before they kind of didn't, they never forced me into anything, which I really enjoyed. So definitely my parents for that. Just they didn't uh, make you work for 50 bucks a day. Gotcha. Exactly. Like they definitely made me, you know, like you got to go mow the lawn, Chris, or like you got to, you know, got to go to work with dad and help him out. But yeah, they definitely um, just kind of gave me the resources and really supported me to kind of pursue what I wanted to, not something that maybe they, you know, a lot of parents, I think, kind of push kids a certain way because they want, you know, they want their view of their kids that way. You know, like they want to be viewed from other parents as like, well, my kid went to college or you know, my kid did this, but they kind of just didn't really think about that. They just let me kind of do my own thing. So that was super cool. So my parents were, yeah, kind of the values they instilled in me. Um, man, I'm trying to see the other two. Um, and the, the third one would be a strong man that I followed for a while. His name is Brian Shaw. And you probably, um, four time world strongest man. And just a lot of his content really inspires me. Just kind of, kind of a similar story, small town kid, and just kind of was able to make this pretty big business of his and, and, uh, kind of travel the world and just, really got a lot of values out of him. Um, let's see my fourth one. That's a good question. Makes you really think about like yeah. what's, 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 uh, important to you. And I think the fourth one would be my girlfriend. Um, just Woo. from, yeah, the fourth one would be, uh, Gabrielle, my girlfriend. Um, she's an attorney at 24, so it's pretty impressive. Good for um, her. So, so, so she's someone that's definitely, uh, um, pushed me in a lot of ways, made me better, uh, made me a better man, you know, like, a lot of bad habits that I had to cut out. So she's definitely, definitely pushed me uh, to be better. And that's, that's hard at first, you know, like you definitely want to fight it. I'm sure you, you know, been there with your wife or whoever, you know, so been with my wife definitely... since I was 17, man, trying wow. locking down, uh, trying locking down, a, a, a boy really, you know, who's a teenager and, you mm -hmm. know, uh, no direction in life, no real path. And, and, you know, um, it it was wild and you know i i don't know why she stayed i don't know how she stayed but that woman's got some patience and and she's a saint dude and you know um my my wife is on my rock too you know like it, yeah. she has to be you know um, yeah definitely definitely patience is a a huge one you know like sometimes when you really self-reflect you're like wow it takes a lot to to deal with me and um yeah she'd definitely be up there and i guess kind of diverting back i put my grandma bonnie on there she was someone that kind of helped raise me. I spent a lot of time with my grandma. She recently passed um, oh, this year, a couple months, a couple months ago. Um, it was pretty, pretty hard, but yeah, she was definitely someone that instilled, um, taught me how to love people through thick and thin and kind of be very kind and giving. Um, yeah, just one of those, those ladies that everybody loved her, um, was very forgiving and just never, never was negative. So she just kind of taught me to really be positive, even with all the health issues she went through. Um, whether that was, you know, relationship kind of maybe with my grandpa or how that kind of fell apart. She always was just positive and kind of never let people um, see that when she was upset. So I guess, you know, you could see when she was upset, but you know what I mean? Like she just kind of was always, uh, always so optimistic towards life. So that was probably definitely someone, probably number one would be my grandma, Bonnie. Just, oh, damn. Yeah, for, Let's pour one out for yeah. grandma, Bonnie. Man. Yeah. For grandma, Bonnie. <laughs> Here you go. Grandma, yeah. Bonnie. Dude, that's that's uh, that's that's awesome. I love I love that rock, dude. You can you can really tell a lot about a person by the people they like to surround themselves with or or they look up to and admire, right? So that's 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 huge, and that's why I do it, right? Another thing of you know, like 
a, a lot of people, it started off, you know, a lot of content creators and some of them aren't very big content creators or not really content creators at all, just mm -hmm. blue collar workers. But um, a lot of content creators, you know, um, like I said, you, you really don't know anything about them. Right. And so this is, this is great. You know, why, why do you make content? Why, why, what makes you roll? What makes your engine done like purr, you know? And yeah, yeah that's a really, it's a really good question. Yeah. That, that, that really uh, made me think pretty hard, you know, like, wow, I, that's a good one because you, sometimes you don't stop and smell the roses of like why you're, you are where you are and who yeah. makes you who you are like, and, and appreciate people. Like, are you appreciative of your, your wife or girlfriend or your, your parents for where they got you? Cause I think people Absolutely. tend to be, you know, glass half empty, like, well, she's always saying this or, you know, this and, but they never really sit and think like, wow, she keeps everything so like tidy around here and, and really keeps me up on that, you know? So, Amen. Uh, yep. yeah, it's a good, that's a good question. Yep. Absolutely, man. And Hey, I appreciate you coming on, man. I appreciate you coming on. And yeah, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, and uh, I, I knew um, from seeing your videos around the internet, like even months ago or even last year when this podcast started, I knew like, I got to get that guy on, right? I got to get this guy on at some point. And then I saw you on Instagram, right? And it was like, all right, this is the start. Let's send that. Why message. not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I really appreciate you coming on, man. This is my baby. So we're, we have a lot of fun with it. We, uh, you know, it, it's my outlet, really. The whole social media thing is my outlet along with this. But, you know, I'll, I work over 100 hours a week, right? So, like, it's hey, it's kind of like, man, I got to do something other than work at some point in time. Right? Yeah, man, so I, like, I really hope to see it grow. And, yeah, you know, and start starting. And you seems like you put out quite a bit already. So and it's already grown quite a bit. So Well, this will be, yeah. like, episode 59, I believe. So I put, one out, I put one out a week. So we're over a year into it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's just keep churning episode by episode. And yeah, hope in a year it'd be interesting to get back on and see kind of how much it's, it's flourished. I'm trying to get Mike Rowe on right now. Oh, dude, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That the would dirty be jobs, man. Yeah. yeah man. I mean, if you just keep sending DMs, I mean, it's like. Oh, I tag them all the time on threads. Oh, I tag I them on Instagram. I put out on TikTok. I put out on Facebook, man. I'm, I'm hoping he's, if he, if he never comes on, never says yes, it's like not that big of a deal. Right. I'll find someone else. Right. Yeah. But I want that guy on that. The guy like blue collar podcast, like who's more blue collar than like, than Mike Rowe. Right. Yeah. He, he's like the OG. Like I remember being a kid. just like, what? It's a dirty job. And someone's got, you know, like the whole yeah, the song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Like that was, that was a, a staple in every household. Yeah, man. Fuck. Yeah. Well, buddy, thanks. It's, it's been a yeah, blast. Thank you very it's much. been a lot, yeah. been a, been a lot, lot of fun. fun. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't wait for it to drop now in like two weeks, I guess, or a week and a half. I think it might oh, be sweet. a week and a half. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, I'm yeah, excited, buddy. man. Hell yeah. Hey, Christopher, Topher, Topher yep. Olive. Yep. Top, top Hero Live. Top Hero Live. Yep. <laughs> Stay frosty. You as well, man. Thank you very much.